I don't have that planned. Um, that's the actual <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I kind of know. There's something to this, it's the, it's the but I don't know what. Uh, yeah. No. I know what you're talking about. It's the intro music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can all hang out, but. Uh, we'll not do not high work improv. Exactly. Um, okay. So that's helpful for me. That lets me know what, when, and how I should no, be prepping. I'm just doing a high risk improv, like you're placing bets on it or mm. prop bets on it. Yeah, we haven't prop. started gambling on the game, but that's yeah. always an option. Um, yeah. <laughs> who dies tonight? Uh, spoiler: I get to control. <laughs> Um, no, okay, cool. Jump off a building. <laughs> so, with that settled, we've done that already. Yeah, master that. <laughs> yeah, one of the first sessions, Julian jumped from a three-story building and missed the target they were jumping towards. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good jumper. Yeah, you probably both have done that. We do a lot. You would do a lot better. Yeah. Last session. Yeah. You all got out your notepad, sharpened your pencils, and did some honest-to-goodness reporting. There's a mole in the Dung Sweepers Guild, and your contact in the Harpers, Mert, has asked you to figure out who it is. Why do this favor for Mert? You're seeking an audience with Fenris Stormcastle, the man Lady Gralhund entrusted the Stone of Galore with, who is inconveniently imprisoned in the Castle Ward. To speak with Fenris, you must get permission from the Magister of this particular courthouse in the Castle Ward, and Mert, a masked lord of Waterdeep, has the power to open many doors for you which would otherwise remain shut. So, you found yourself in the guise of reporters working for a new broadsheet, the Waterdeep Throat Review, <laughs> doing a spotlight on the good work performed daily by the fine folks at the Dung Sweepers Guild. Speaking with Marty Christel, guild president, as you arrived at the guild hall very early in the morning on 6 Uktar, you learned he's nervous someone has given him up as a masked lord and he could be the target of assassins. He had you interview all the folks in the office who know of his recent appointment to the masked lords, which included his sister Nanya, Jason, the office gossip, Sonny Gomer, the witless orphan, <clears throat> and Harold Best, the political rival to Marty and son of the last guild president. As uh, Choppa, a.k.a. what was your... Polquat? Polquat. Choppa, a.k.a. Polquat, Chuck, a.k.a. Barry, and Bang Bang, a.k.a. Right Right, <laughs> carried out these interviews. Rumble and Yuri did some light b and after seeing a face appear in the frosted glass of a back alley door to the guild hall, they broke into the basement where they found a locked chamber with a caged flying snake and a note detailing the suspicious arrival of reporters. You all, it seems someone, set off, set on alert by your arrival, was trying to get a message out using a flying snake, which you all have come to associate with the Zentarin. Um... Furthermore, whoever wrote this note signed off as F. Interviews complete, you all made your way out of the guild hall and now stand in the street, outside, with new information, new suspicions, and Freya still inside the guild hall in the cellar. 
waiting for whoever owns the flying snake to return. Mm. Freya, remember, is now a spider. Yeah. So, you're all standing in the street. You're still at least within 100 feet of the cellar so that Yuri can maintain connection to Freya. Are we in the alley? It's up to you. You will have walked out the front. Being one of the reporters, it would have been strange for you to walk out the back. But uh, you can all reconvene in the alley out front. I leave it up to you. What do you all want to do? You're standing, you tell me, outside of the guild hall in the street or in the alley behind with Yuri and Rumble? I was going to say alley. Can I say street or street? Less suspicious. I say alley. All right, you're all in the alley. What do you want to do? So I would love to be away from sight. We can take my cards out again if we want to look inconspicuous. Make it seem like we're playing a game. Should we weaken up Bernie's that I have a pair of sunglasses? <laughs> I will do. remind you, because it can be easy to forget, it was your presence in the alley playing cards that seemed to deter whoever came to oh. the window oh. from coming out into the alley. So it seems like people obviously being there would be a deterrent from that person going into the alley. Good point. So... <clears throat> Is this okay? I imagine it's like a it, it is a townhouse row. Yeah. Is the guild on the corner? No. Fuck. Ah, okay. How far away from the corner is it? It's right in the center of the the block. Ah. Okay. Because we could hang out like in a cross street of the alley, like at the end that way. What time is it? Oh, it yeah. is mid morning. You have an appointment at High Sun yeah. with the Magister. You are currently in the castle ward. So you're not terribly far away. You could probably get to this... um, You could probably get to the courthouse in 10 or 15 minutes. So you're not far. You have about two more hours. Oh, right. But you do... uh, Being on a job for Mert... You did say that you would relay this information back to him at his manor house, which is in the Sea Ward. So if you wanted to go there, get the writ that you need to get to the courthouse, time is a little bit tight. What if we separate? That's a very possible thing. Some of you could stay behind at the the guild hall. Some of you could go to Mert. Yeah, I think think that would be the best idea. So someone could babysit Yuri. Sorry. <laughs> Who do we have an appointment with? The High Magister. The, the Magister. You didn't get their name, so you're not sure who that Magister is, but you did uh, speak with. Oh, I need to look up this person's name. Oh, isn't it like At the, uh, the Guild Hall, the Magister, you spoke with. Angelina. Oh, right. I tried flirting with her, and I might have been successful. You had a you had a degree of success. Right. It could have gone worse for you. Mm-hmm. But you basically asked for something. I checked that. Check that's a success. If it could have gone worse, <laughs> that's a win for me. Must you be so bad? Uh, but yeah, you you basically asked to see the Magister when you arrived as the office was closing and the Magister wasn't there, and then you asked for the Magister's address. Right, you know, very <laughs> and the clerk was subtle. like, I don't have that information. Very cool and subtle, yeah. Well, so we want to find out who is sneaking into this downstairs room. We want to discover the identity of the mole, right? And yeah. I want to go... Maybe that's a there. conversation. Who do you all think is the mole? 
Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's funny. Here's the thing. There's two different questions because it's one like is there somebody leaking information about him being a masked lord and the answer to that is yes like all of these people that we've talked to so far so like them leak I don't know I feel like there's a difference between if they're the mole and if they've like caused that information to be out there so there's like but I feel like the mole I'm sorry I interrupted no I was just going to say like I don't know. There could be multiple plots going on. Yeah, exactly. But there definitely is one very, very strong plot of someone associated with the Xanathar. I mean, sorry, with the Zens. I think that's fine. I dodged a lot of motive. Harold's Harold's got some sketchy shit going on. I don't know if he's the mole. But he's definitely got a lot of reason to. I encouraged it. I'm sorry. No, I think Harold, who is in with the like old boys club, mm-hmm. is probably connected to the Zentarum through that makes sense. Dad and yeah. political stuff, and probably he hired Sunny, who was actually maybe Frog, Frog to help out with some stuff. Mm-hmm. What was Harold's dad's name? Rudolph. 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 Okay. Ouch. It's a good theory. I mean, Sonny doesn't really have a background as far as we can tell. Wasn't exactly. that right? Came yeah. out of nowhere. He's like an orphan from the field award. He was an orphan who was hired in a candy shop. Three weeks ago. Uh, very, very recently. Uh, He's very suspect. Incredibly suspect. Hmm. I'm so sorry to go about my background. You should pick the phone. Is it loud? I don't know. I don't have headphones. Okay. <laughs> um, well, so it's either one of those two, and I feel like if we stake out the basement room as we are. Oh, I wish we had me. Not the message, because I have that, but. Damn. What's the one that likes um, sending? I wish we could have that, but. That way, if someone staked out, they could send the message to the people who are at Mertz. Right. Like, we see Blink doing Blink. Is there a point in going back to Mertz until we really know the identity of the mole? I mean, the only rush is that getting. We want to get the yeah the writ, the writ before our noon meeting. Yeah, and we don't well, care so much about what who the mole is. We just want to be able to provide enough information to. Mert, that he'll give us that assistance. Mm. My question also is... Mm. No, never mind. Never mind. Um, it just also seems like the sister could have been... Um, like Nanya? N- Nanya, yeah. I think, could have been somebody who like let the secret go, but maybe not like... In a malicious way. Yeah, I think Nanya and um, uh, the Jason. gnome Jason are gossips for sure, but yeah. they're not like malicious. Yeah. They don't seem like they're they have any ulterior agendas. Sure. And then like like 
Harold obviously does have ulterior motivations, whether or whatever he is doing. No. But I do think that Sonny is really the one that sticks out as like the recent having a big backstory. And that letter was signed F. So like, why would Harold sign a letter F? Sonny's name. Sonny's probably just a fake name. Right. Fake identity. Right. We know that Harold is who he says he is. Um, but for him to like... Unless we don't know whether he knows... That's true. And we don't know whether he knows it, that Sonny is a doppelganger or if not. Sonny is if he is, yeah. Um, God, I just want to know the fucking truth. I Sorry. still think we should just moonbeam this child, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, you really want to hurt a child. No, I don't. I really want to hurt a doppelganger. How old is he? Um, make an insight check. <clears throat> Without a good cheese. <laughs> um, whoop, um, 19. You would guess that he's uh, late teens, early 20s. Oh, he's not a child. He's the intern. I mean, he's not like an old man, but he's definitely not like. He's de- definitely above, like, the 14, 15 range. Yeah. I feel left back now. Oh, like, I thought he was, like, a child child. No. Um, I, whoa. I'm gonna be honest, I still <laughs> think that we should separate. Yeah, me too. I would say maybe the people who talked to the people should go to Mert's house. So that makes sense. Like gonna merge, so keeps, yeah. Oh, careful, the kitten. It stresses me out. In the I desert, no less. I have enough to drink. Mads. Enough water. Mads. I mean, the water source is pretty hydrated. But sure they have enough water. Okay. Because they skipped the contaminated parts. Okay. Well... Where'd you get food from? Riffs? Mother clucker. Mm. <laughs> Chicken sandwich. Alright, can we... Yes, back to it's it. It's already seven, so I want to keep oh this God. moving. Let's go. It's friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to tell me what you're doing. Um, um, we're separating. Okay. Um, Who's doing what? Separating. <clears throat> I'm hanging in the street. Rumble and Yuri are going to find us together to hide yeah. nearby. All right. Rumble and Yuri, can, oh, and you all are going to Mertz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's first deal with uh, Mert. You all find your way up to the Sea Ward. It takes you about half an hour, 45 minutes. You could probably cut that down a little bit if you want to pay for a dray. Um, would you like to? Do you want to use uh, the time? Yeah, I think we want to make all haste, so Chaka will mark off six copper, and you get there within 20 minutes. And going up to Mert's manor, knocking on the door, he arrives at the door, opens up. Oh, that was rather quick work. Uh, where's the rest of your party? Well, um, they're sticking behind to make sure or to 
observe the situation, see how we've uh, poked the hornet's nest, such as it is. Uh, I see. So you've found some leads, it sounds like. Indeed. Um, And I think he would, Chapel would relay, like, the general, how all of the interviews went, and then um, emphasize that we found the snake, the flying snake in the cage in the basement with the letter, tell him what the letter says, and um, explain that we think that perhaps it's Sonny is a doppelganger um, working uh, in, in league with Harold um, for reasons unknown, presumably internal power struggle, or that he feels slighted that Marty was made a masked lord when he feels he should be in charge of the guild and get those benefits. Uh, well, that all that all seems to stack up. Why do you think that this Sonny is a doppelganger? Well, it's tenuous evidence, I'll admit, but I've been right with my conspiracy theories so far, so, you know, um, because he showed up recently, we knew about some sort of, we have gotten, you know, information elsewhere about um, that there is a doppelganger working in the city that is working on something big and explain the connection with, like, F the letter being the first name of the doppelganger that we're looking for and um, just thinking that it could be tied in together. So we don't have any solid evidence yet, but do you tell it's a him working anything, theory. Do you tell him anything about Bonnie or about Bonnie's gang? I think we would... Or about that whole situation or about yeah, Frog? I, do I don't use any of these names. we would Bonnie or Gilson, Gilson or Revan, but Frog, I think we would say that name and just say that, like, we knew that there were a group of doppelgangers that's broken up, but this this one frog seems to still be at large um, out there working towards means unknown. Well, a doppelganger in the city. There are probably many doppelgangers in Waterdeep at any one time, but to know that one is in league with the Zentarim... That is troubling. Well, we don't technically know the connection between the Centurion and this doppelganger, but we suspect it now. You did say you found... You tell him about the winged snake. Right, right, yeah. We suspect it. I just meant Winged like, snakes are a calling card of the Zents. And, uh... If you suspect that this Sonny is indeed a doppelganger, and goes by F to his contact and he's using a winged snake to make contact with this person. It seems to add up that uh, at least Sonny has a connection to the Zants. Yes, it seems so. And that would be an indication of a mole as far as I can piece together. Whether or not Sonny has revealed his true identity to Harold is certainly of interest. Whether they're in cahoots or Sonny is manipulating Harold, he seems to be a question. 
Indeed, there, on the subject of notes and initials, we found a similar note some days back, uh, signed with the initial M. And I would like to make an insight check mm. to see if there's any sort of a guilty mm-hmm. reaction just to his this. face as he's also going to say, like, perhaps Marty himself, though why would he want to weed out his own mole? I don't know. I'm yeah. just... No, he might have used the mole as front. I'm thinking the exact same thing. I just wanted an excuse to say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, make an insight check. It's a one Oh! Rolled a 19 for a 24 inside. Oh, he is a wise turtle. Uh, <laughs> with a 24, there is immediate... A light goes off with M for Mert. Um, goes off or goes on? Goes off. Like something... Oh, like there, There's Mert clearly a reaction to hearing <laughs> M. Uh, and But it does not seem to be one of guilt. Okay. It does not seem that Mert... Is M, mm-hmm. though there is indeed a commonality, but his his expression becomes much more troubled, withdrawn, concerned. There is an immediate worry that starts to grow behind his eyes. M, M. I see a worry growing behind your eyes. <laughs> Tell me what this has brought to mind. Oh, it's, uh, well, it's probably, it's, it's probably nothing, but, uh, I should, um, I should reach out to some, some friends of mine. I should reach out to the Black Staff. Maybe the Open Lord. This is good work that you've all done. These are important people. It, surely it can't be nothing if you're needing to inform them all of this. Well, Paul, what fuck? What was that, Chuck? <laughs> it's, um... <laughs> make a persuasion check. Did you hear what I was trying? Tell us what's up. No. <laughs> Nice. You're from around these parts. I grew up on the the streets of Waterdeep. My hooves have touched many. Does the name Manchun mean anything to you? Roll history. (laughs) Manchun. Manchun. Not to Sawyer. Ah, come on. Six. Well, (laughs) uh, it's a, it's a thought. It's a crazy thought. But, um, the original, uh, founding member of the Zentarine, some, actually, I want to, I want to get this right. Mert would know this. This was this was some two hundred and fifty years ago, but uh, there was a a wizard, an archmage, 
went by the name of Manchun. He, along with several others, created the Zentarine. Was this at the same time as the Black Viper? The Black Viper? Oh. <laughs> uh, the Black Viper is very much a water-delvian folk hero to some and criminal to others. The Zentarim operate throughout Faerun and were not founded in Waterdeep. But was the Black Viper active to... There's no reason, no indication that the Black Viper was ever a member of the Zentarim. They are, or were, a individual who operated of their own morals and actions. My question is, could Manchun and the Black Viper have been alive at the same time? That is an interesting question. And the nature of my disquiet. Because Manchun was killed. Whoa. Well, I mean, yeah, he was alive about 250 years ago. Manchun was killed, <laughs> but uh, not under normal circumstances. He was a high-powered archmage who cloned himself several times in about 120 years ago now, there was a period known as the Manchun Wars <laughs> in which the various clones of Manchun all came online at once through some magical trickery of some like kind. Like twisted Harry Potter. I do not know but they all believe themselves to be the true Manchun. Mm. And they all and they said, no, I'm Manchun. No, I'm Spartacus. Well, you can imagine when uh, a number of very powerful mages all believe themselves to be the same person at the same time and they have claim to seats of power, how that might create strife. Mm. Uh, but it's actually much more similar to Kang from the Marvel Universe okay. than Harry Potter. Those were Horcruxes. That's very different. No, I was talking about when they all took apologies. But these clones, they all came online as a result of the original Manchun being slain by one Lord Orgoth. This is all history. But it is interesting history. Orgoth? You say that Sonny is Lord Orgoth potentially a Zentarim agent potentially a doppelganger who goes by the name of Frog and that this Frog was in contact with someone in the Zents named M my mind naturally flits to Manchun I, I, I have to ask your lord your highness um, <laughs> do you not think it's Coincidental that also Marty's name starts with an M. It could be Marty. There's a lot of... Could be me, for that matter. There's a lot of people with names beginning with M. It could be not a person at all. It could be a masked lord. There are plenty of things. It could be a magister. Or just any chosen 
person who chose a letter at random. Exactly. As it a, could be a code name. Interesting. It raises a lot of questions. But it seems clear that the Zentarim are up to their usual nefarious business throughout the city. Clones. Recruiting doppelgangers. There's been no word of one of Manchun's clones surfacing Mm -hmm. for a long time. Hundreds. Well, decades, I suppose. Since the end of the Manchun Wars. Hmm. Um, have you ever heard, or anybody in this group ever heard of, um, Manchun being used as a codename, or, um, a title amongst the Zendarim? Chuck hasn't. <laughs> dum dum. <laughs> you can make a history check. Yeah, and I suppose I, yeah, I should have given you the opportunity. Rumble, it, like, has they're back at a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah they're yeah, back yeah. at the alley. <laughs> Rumble. Oh shit! Uh, that's a three. No. Bang bang knows less than I. <laughs> bang bang, you the the name Manchun is new to you. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess they really do need to. <laughs> Tell me about a 250-year-old dead wizard um, on the nimble unit. Regardless, uh, I hope that this information is beneficial to you, Mert. Um, what? It is, it is, and it quite satisfies the job that I set to you all. I can pass this information back to Marty, and in exchange, I believe you all requested a writ giving you permission to deal with Fenris Stormcastle. Yes. That's right. And uh, with that, Mert moves over to a side table, opens it, pulls out a piece of parchment and quill, and starts to write a note. Takes a bit of time in constructing it, finds uh, some wax and a seal, seals it with the symbol of his house. How big is his signature? Uh, and I was going to say... Tell me when. <laughs> <laughs> go back, go back, go back. <laughs> it's not that big, it's not that big. It's like um, six inches It is. It is actually... It does not... Um, it's not too ostentatious. Um, and I, what I was going to say is do those of us, or I guess that's all of us, or maybe not Bang Bang, maybe Bang Bang, who saw... Um, the letter at Frog's apartment. Um, do we recognize the hand, or do we recognize the handwriting? Make a okay. yeah. Make a. This is just like an intelligence, mm-hmm. like a recall. Also, Bang Bang was here for that. Thank you. Just an intelligence. Yeah. Straight intelligence check. In, like, add your intelligence modifier to this. Um, seventeen. Uh, no, it is not the same hand. Awesome. Great. But he explains as he finishes sealing it, saying, if you present this to the Magister, they will understand that you have full dispensation to deal with Fenris Stormcastle, however you so choose. My lord, I cannot tell you what great respect and honor and thanks we are giving. Lord, (laughs) that's that's quite some honor you do me. (laughs) My liege. <laughs> I'm no man's liege. Mr. Gentile Archer. Uh, what's his last name? You don't know. 
what's your, your last name? Wait, wait, can Chapa like spy at the signature and see if he can make it out? What it says? Uh, hmm? I, I do not go by any last name. I prefer to be known simply as Mert. Oh, me too. Nice. Mr. Mert. Mert D. Human. Like Chapa D. Tordo. <laughs> That's funny, I never got that before. Um, our humble thanks. Yes, and my thanks to you. I hope that this business you have with Fenris is dealt with accordingly and quickly. Indeed. Uh, let's do it. Now. <laughs> so, as that interaction resolves, we Let's jump back to the alley. Can you both roll me a stealth check and describe how it is you're secreting yourselves in this alley? <laughs> is there any way to hide in the alley? Any? I guess. Oh yeah, there's like crates back here, there's uh, trash yeah. bins, there's plenty of stuff to hide behind. It's it is an alley. Yeah, you shove behind a crate. <laughs> In a dumpster. Oh, no. You could climb up on a roof if you wanted. There's a lot of different ways you could hide. That's a 12. All right. That is a... And how do you... How, where do you... How do you imagine secreting yourself? I... How high is the, like, the rooftop next to They're about, like, like, very tip-tops are about, like, 35, 40 feet. There's varying levels among them. There's no place I could, like, hide and watch down over. Oh, you, if you climb up and you, like, peek over, you could you could get onto the top of the Dung Sweeper Guild Hall and just look straight down. Hmm. Cat. Hmm. Cat boy. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do that. So Make an acrobatic check. you are... Yes. To scale the side of a building and climb. You could also do an athletics if you prefer. But you do, I think, have a climb. If you have a climbing speed, which you may, then you don't need to make a check. You can just go. Climbing speed of 20 feet. Yeah, you can just go up there. (laughs) Nice. Pretty cool. It takes you a little more than six seconds. Fantastic. (laughs) You, Yuri, watch as Rumble just sort of like (laughs) claws stick out and you just... Well, are you still in trance? Well, I guess I can't stay in trance. Oh, never mind. Well, you can maintain a connection without necessarily looking through... Okay, like, could Freya form him if a person comes into the... Precisely. Like, you can zip in... The way that I'm trying to, like, you can maintain a telepathic connection and you get, like, thoughts and impulses. It's not like you're... Okay. It's not like you... So I don't have to be deaf and blind right now. I can wait for Freya to be like... Exactly. Freya can basically... Freya can basically, like, send out an impulse to you that says something is happening and you can then zip in to get more details. Cool. So I'm chilling, watching. Okay. You plan. I got an 18 in stealth, so... And how are you hiding yourself? Yeah, I think just, like... Trash bins, trash bags, crates, just kind of like... Yeah, you just become one with the trash as you like sink into a pile of trash and like cover yourself with refuse and just leave like a little slit for your eyes to look out. <laughs> yes. But you're like directly across from this door. You have a great view of it. Your view is a little bit more obscured because you're on top of a roof and there is some like fire escape happening. So you don't have as great a view. It does give you a bit more cover, mm-hmm. thankfully. But... Um, you're also like out in the open um, being on a roof there's not a lot of people or anything else up here but you do see occasionally in the distance like a griffin cavalry member flying over water deep um, a little bit of time goes by 
I'm thinking if, if, if we see that black snake, the winged snake fly out, mm-hmm. then I can spot where it goes from the rooftop. Okay, cool. After about 30 minutes, you get an impulse from Freya. Freya, who remained in that room. Gosh, gotcha. instantly go into her eyes. <laughs> And I, Freya, I tell, I tell, I... Roll a stealth check for Freya for me as well, please. Oh, I keep forgetting that. Let's find out. I always forget to have her stats up. Spider. Five. E stats. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Stealth. Yes. Let's do this. 22 for Freya. Good stuff. That's good. That's not what Freya is doing. So, you hear uh, the lock. As you zip into Freya, you can see that uh, the door handle has begun to turn. Okay. And it opens to reveal Sunny Gomer. Who sticks his head in and searches the room before really coming into it, looking around, looks right into the corner where Freya is, but doesn't seem to register Freya's spidery form hiding amongst some other cobwebs and dust. Spider was a very good yeah. choice for this particular moment. Oh, yes. Comes in, closes the door, goes over to the desk. As he is walking over, the clothing begins to ripple and reshape on his body and start to suck in until you see before you a familiar shape of a gray, bluish-gray, mottled-skinned doppelganger. And what you see that grabs your attention the most is hanging around the neck of this creature is a necklace, silvery, with blue gems inlaid within it. That's our boy! That's our boy. Oh, for the record, Amanda was right, and I I hit her accidentally when I realized that it was going to be this as the answer, (laughs) and I'm sorry, Amanda. It's okay. Holy, holy, we've been waiting months for this info. Frog goes to the desk. Frog! Say that name. We figured out your game. What is sits down. What is this necklace? And uh, this necklace is, it belonged to Bonnie. Bonnie, who is a companion that the party knows from the Yawning Portal. She is a barmaid there, but is actually a doppelganger. Okay. Who Yuri had befriended at the very outset of this campaign. It was like a friend that Yuri had coming in. Um, one of the earlier sessions in the in the larger campaign, Bonnie came to the group um, asking for Yuri's help because her gang of doppelgangers had locked her out of their apartment. Mm-hmm. Doppelgangers. Yes. And <laughs> big braining over there. Um, she was locked out of her apartment and the party went to get back in. She was concerned mainly with recovering a necklace, an heirloom that had been given to her by her mentor. This necklace essentially shielded her from divination magics, made it impossible to detect her thoughts, made it impossible to use scrying spells on her, sending spells, that sort of thing. 
um, a very useful tool for a doppelganger whose primary goal is to insinuate themselves into society or whatever, go unnoticed to exact some plot or another. Bonnie had originally been planning to stake out the yawning portal, kill the proprietor, and bring her friends into the bar to staff it and take control of it for their own. Mm -hmm. But... After being shown kindness by Dernan, the owner, and forming positive relationships with people like Yuri and other patrons, decided had a change of heart, which made her gang turn against her, lock her out of the apartment, and the new de facto leader, Frog, stole her necklace and disappeared himself. The two remaining gang members were roundly defeated by the party, and... After some back and forth, there was an agreement made that they would stay at the apartment and let the party know if Frog returned. He hadn't. But upon searching the apartment, they found this note that Frog had received. It was partially burned in the fireplace. Yes. And it was delivered from somebody who signed off as M. And this is the M that Mert had... Yes. ...had a sort of epiphany over. Sure. Yeah. And that he made him think of Manchun. Manchun, who founded the Zents almost 250 years ago. Interesting. And I used to live with Frog, so Frog definitely knows me. Frog definitely knows you. Yes, that's the other thing. Yuri was living in a closet, basically, at Bonnie's apartment up until he met the party and they moved into Troll Skull Manor. So Frog so sees did, me big bad news. Oh, well, okay, so here's my question, and maybe we don't know the answer, but is Frog's appearance as Sunny the way that he appeared around Bonnie and Yuri? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you, these people were often in the guise of someone else. At the time that you knew Frog, he often appeared as a very nondescript, balding human male. Gotcha. The type of person that you would see and immediately forget. Okay. And this is not that person. My mind is being blown right now. Okay, can I throw out, like, an additional conspiracy theory to add on top of this, like, head galaxy brain moment we're having? What if Manchun, what if a clone of Manchun is the twin serpent? The leader, the founder of the Zentara, come back from the dead and is, like, starting a separate faction to however the organization has grown separately over the last 200 years. So, like, twin, clone, it's like both of those are, like, having the same appearance as somebody. The twin serpent is two Manchuns. Maybe, or maybe it's one and, like, Manchun is the original and the new one is the twin, you know what I mean? Like... We don't know. I, I have no idea. Like, the Twin Serpent's a copycat of the original founder. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, this clone, like, survives all this time, or, like, was just recently reawakened, or whatever, and then sets about, like, co-opting the, the organization that they founded originally. And you think they're doppelganger? No idea. No. Okay. No. I... Unrelated to doppelgangers, but just like 
we know that the, there's been a power struggle in the Zentarum. That was confirmed. And we know that the Twin Serpent is like Zentarum and has other Zentarum opposed to them. So just a, just a crazy thought. And we have no, no way to confirm that now. But I don't think I know about the Twin Serpents. Yeah. Oh. So, like, we've been hearing mentions of a figure called the Twin Serpent that sounds like, in in context, sounds like the leader of the Zentarum, like local leader of the Zentarum. Sure. But also there have been other Zentarum. You know of someone named Davil Starsong? Yes. Who is an, a more open leader of some faction of the Zentarum. Mm-hmm. Right. So he and his bodyguard got beat up mm. by Zentarum. Just his bodyguard? Just his bodyguard. In a sort of... There was a uh, Halloween bo- session. Yeah, there's, there's a <laughs> there's a night called Liars Night, which is effectively like fantasy Halloween in the in Waterdeep. And during this night, uh, Bang Bang and Choppa participated in a bare knuckle brawl at the Yawning par- Portal. Yawning Portal. The Yawning Portal. And there were the combatants in that fight. One of them. Seemingly was a member of the Zentarim named Mookie Plush. A ripped halfling with Corgros. Yes. Who uh, made a point of beating the shit out of Davil Starsong's bodyguard. Bodyguard. Davil Starsong is a known organizer in the Zents. You would, in fact, know Davil Starsong. Davil Starsong. Yeah. So when, when Mookie made a point of beating up, the bodyguard, Yagra, she said, as she knocked her out, Mookie said, tell your boss that the twin serpents... Yeah, or like the twin serpent rules Waterdeep. Um, And we know that she's a centaur, so it seems like there's Zent v. Zent conflict. One side, which is represented by Davil, and the other side, which is represented by the twin serpent. And at um, Lady Calhoun, Yalhoun? Growl. 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 At her house, we, we found a double-headed snake. You what found it? flying snakes, yeah. And they have snakes. two heads, right? Which you compared to the twin serpent? You you found winged snakes. I did not say that they had... So the, the, where you're getting the double-headed imagery is some Zentarim have... A lot of Zentarim will have a black tattoo of a winged snake. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones that you find have two-headed snake gotcha. tattoos. Mm. The twin serpent. But when you see a flying serpent, you have not seen a literal two-headed okay. flying snake. Sure. But we were also like investigating a manor house where the person who did the bomb attack or was involved in the bomb mm. attack near our mm-hmm. house seemed to be staying, and it, the people who owned the house were Zents, and then also the people who like were staying with them. They were fighting, so it seemed like there was that. Well, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't proved that the Growlhoons were Zents. No, they were harboring Zents. We have not proved that in a court of law, but they're associated at the very least. Okay. I mean, at the very yeah, they're they're associated, but the 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 guards of House Growlhoon were engaged in a bloody fight to the death with the Zents they were harboring. So there is some right. sort of conflict that you have not really got to the bottom of there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
But, but it I, seems like yeah. it revolved around the Stone of Galore. Right, because they're all trying to get the stone because it leads to the riches, we think. It stops. The monies. But yeah, you haven't really dug into why the Grauhoons were in conflict with the... Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it is an open question as to why would they be hosting these people and working in coordination with them to get the Stone of Glor, only then to take it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. A lot of schemes. A lot of schemes. Intrigue, friend, friends. Intrigue. Intrigue. Mystery. mystery. And mystery, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but we go back to the alley now, <laughs> where Yuri is in a pile of trash, hmm. and Rumble is on the rooftops looking down. And Yuri, you are now in Freya's eyes, and you see Frog the doppelganger writing a note. Take some time constructing it. Wraps it up, puts it into the little tube that is affixed to the flying snake, reassembles himself as Sonny, takes the snake out of the room, presumably walking towards the back door. Do you want to do anything between this time where it seems like Sonny is going to deliver the snake and you've lost sight of, of him as Freya? Um, can Freya climb around just around the ceiling slowly and then get yeah you can kind of follow frog out Um, with the stealth that Freya rolled Mm -hmm. she goes undetected and you can watch as Sunny Mm -hmm. takes the snake over to that door and once again you can see he's looking through that frosted glass to see if he can make out any movements or activity in the alley doesn't suss anything out because you both are you're in a pile of garbage rumble you're above he cannot see so he cracks his head out and he doesn't step all the way out but he just looks left and right sticks his arm out and the snake uncoils itself up his wrist and starts to fly away and he waits and watches as it starts to take off up out of the buildings. Can Yuri and his body kind of just be like, Rumble? Can I see this? Wait, so I, I just want you, you can do that, but I just want you to be aware spatially. Like, you, yeah, where you are we? Make a perception check. Yeah. For you, it's going to be a bit trickier based on where you are. Well, is the snake flying up and past me? Jeez, another stinky stuff. Um, 11. So, this is, my, my hand represents the sort of wall of the guild hall. You're up here, this door is down here, and there's a little bit of overhang and some, like, fire escape stuff. You can hear that door open, you can't see it. And a few seconds later, you just see something move very quickly, up and out of vision. Sure. And you can see it sort I of flying see where it off. Goes, yeah. You can see it flying off. It is flying mo- like it's flying mostly easterly and south across the city. 
towards the towards the towards either the trades or southern ward. You're not sure. Towards trades. Didn't have time to react and shoot the snake. You definitely try to shoot the snake. Um, you see it. But what I'm also trying to communicate is that Sonny is watching it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have a couple of options. You can either wait until Sonny goes back in, although yeah. you can't fully see Sonny. So you're, you're, I'm trying to... I don't want you to metagame this too much. Right. If Rumble would see the snake and shoot it, you have an opportunity to do that now. I don't think I was. Okay. I don't think I would shoot the snake. Yuri, do you do anything? Um, I think we've got some pretty solid information. I would love if we could read the note, but I think just knowing that the sunniest frog is enough for now. So I think Freya... Oh. Um, and I come back back into myself. Okay. Just waiting for Sunny to go back inside. Uh, he waits until the snake is fully out of view, looks once more left and right up and down the alley, comes back in. Can I leave Freya inside? Um, Even though I'm back in my brain? Yeah, yeah. Freya's still right now in the basically the doorway, mm-hmm. which Sunny has not yet locked, but is now moving back towards to lock. Okay. Do you want to leave Freya in the doorway, or do you want to move Freya? Just into the corner of the... Back into the room? Yeah. You can do that. Cool. Sunny comes... Locks the door, puts the padlock on, goes back up into the guild hall. All told, he was down there for about two, three minutes. All right. Um, You two see this. At this point, the cellar door has closed. You didn't exactly see that it was sunny. Sure. But you did see the snake take off, so you assume that Yuri, positioned better in the alley, did. Mm Mm-hmm. Go so clear. Mm-hmm. Sunny's out of sight. At this point, um, Sunny has locked the door to this little antechamber that had the snake in it. Mm-hmm. Freya can no longer hear anyone down in the cellar, and you two are still out in the uh, alleyway. I have a question about this whole web sense situation. If Freya were to make a web inside of this room, anyone touching it, I would be able to see that, even if we were back at Troll Skull. No. Or how does this whole thing work? The way it works is if Freya makes a web and Freya is on the web and somebody walks into the web, gotcha. Freya is aware. But it would have to be connected. Yes. Freya would have to be on the web itself. So the way that you could like mechanically think about using this is like say that the party is traveling through the sewers mm-hmm. and you all, for whatever reason, want to take a long rest and you find a chamber. Freya could spend some time constructing a web in one of the hallways and stay in that web, and you all could take a long rest. If something walks into the web, Freya would be aware, you would be aware, and you would have, like, an alarm, basically. Cool. Or you could find another creative way to use it, but that's just sort of... It's not the type of thing where you can, like, set up a camera... Yeah. And then, like, go off to your... And, like, wait until, basically, someone walks through the web and triggers it, and you immediately know that someone's back in the room. It's a little bit too powerful. So it wouldn't be worth it to, like, make a web that goes from inside out, like, the hinge of the door to the outside so that she could be touching the web and outside 
I mean, if you wanted to stay within 100 feet of the building and just wait until somebody comes back down to use this room, you could do that. The only thing is, like, you wouldn't be able to go back to Troll Skull and do this plan yeah. because oh, Freya would need to be close to you. I was hoping to get some kind of, like, motion sensor yeah. for any time someone goes in there. Yeah. It's that, that would be a little bit... There are spells that can affect this sort of thing, but mm-hmm. they're higher-level spells. Yeah. All right, cool. I think... You don't have the magic, kid. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Find Familiar is the first level spell, and it's a really good first level spell, but it's a first level spell. <laughs> All right. It has limitations. She's back with me. I feel like Yuri would tell Grumble everything. So, yeah, you, you exchange that information. You understand that Sunny Gomer is indeed a doppelganger. Presumably, this person, Frog. Um, but you have determined that Absolutely. frog is Sonny Gomer, yeah. uh-huh. and that frog does have Bonnie's necklace still, and that he is up to something in the Dung Sweepers Guild. Holy shit. Look, where's our friends? They're talking. They, We're on our way to the... Yeah, at about, at this time, jail. you all have been waiting at there for about 30 minutes. Um, you're both done at around the same time, so you could start to both make your way towards the jail mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't Let's know do if we explicitly said, but I'm sure, like in character, we would have agreed. Like, like when you're done, there, meet at the gate. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm shop. So you go back to the courthouse <laughs> in the castle ward. You guys get there a little bit before your friends, but you all manage to reconvene with about half hour, forty five minutes. Excuse me, to spare before your meeting with the magister. We told Mark it was sunny. Um, please tell me it, we were right. Chop, you're gonna need Marty Prada yourself. <gasps> it is indeed Frog. Bang, bang! And he has Bonnie's necklace. Oh, we... Bang, bang, bang! Right, 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 right. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic job. Um, tell me, did you get a glance at what was on the new message? Mm. We didn't. Uh, the snake flew away. Didn't want to raise suspicion. As far as we know, Sonny, the doppelganger, doesn't know that we're onto his tail. Bastard. Well, that's good. We may have the upper hand. And I don't know where the snake went. Oh, sorry. South General east. South, Southeast. Trace Ward, Southern Ward. Could have been anywhere. But just remember, if we ever go back there or interact with them, that doppelgangers have a limited amount of mind-reading abilities. So now that we know, we'll need to be very careful to avoid letting him know that. If I was in Freya's brain, would Frog be able to read my mind through Freya? No. Thank God. (laughs) Because Friar was screaming. <laughs> okay. I belong to Yuri the Wizard, who lives at Trollskull Alley with Bonnie. Um, That's what I was afraid of. Well, it's Yuri and Spider. It is I. Well, cracking job, everybody. I'd say we've done very well, but oh. and we got the paper. Yes. We got the paper. Woo! But uh, it all leads to this. Really, we want to be interrogating Fenris. What is the goal again? Reminds. Well, that's why I was bringing it up. I figured it would be good to all get on the same page. Um, We so we are investigating him because when we went looking for the nibble right that did the explosion, 
an attack against the Urstofloxen and the Zentarum. Uh, the Nibelrite had a map labeled with his name and house. Fenris's house. Fenris's house, yes. Then yes, we went yes. there. It had been tossed, searched uh, ruthlessly by the Xanathar guild. There was a symbol on the wall. Mm. And he had already been arrested. So it seems he was arrested unrelatedly a couple of days ago. The Xanathar then came to see if, like, the Stone of Glore was at his house. Right. Yes. And they searched it. Do any of us. Are any of us holding the the uh, fake stone right now? Is Chopper you have it on your? I don't know who. I thought on your Rumble had it last. You all gave sure. it to. Or did we give it to him? Um, Ronquan Mister. Oh, yes, the director who who told you that it was useless. Yeah. And unmagical. And we were like, we know. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean, I assume you left it with Ronquan, but someone could have taken it back if they want. Sure. I hope Ronquan was telling the truth. Yeah. I feel like maybe we would have... I think we did an insight check, right? Uh, yeah. So we did good on an insight check. That remains to be seen when we listen back to the recording, but I don't know. Um, I think we would have... Don't look like that, Jack. Probably. <laughs> Regardless, we, the characters, think that we did great on our insight check. Um... I think we would still have the fake stone, because... You don't think we would have given it to Ronquan? Ronquan didn't seem to... I will, like... Yeah. It didn't seem like Ronquan was like, oh, this is useless, but I'm keeping it. Like, it wasn't It wasn't oh, yeah, one of those things. Like, is it useless? Yeah, it was more like, as soon as it was determined that the stone was useless, uh, it's like somebody had found a penny. And it's like, do you want the penny? I don't really want yeah. it. It's sort of like an inconvenience I think Chuck has it, because you have the ability to cast that spell, and... Like distort value or something. Oh yeah, which wouldn't right. make it seem worth what it's supposed to be. Well, no, I mean fun. we could, we could very easily with Fe- sorry to metagame. It's okay, but like with Fenris, be like we've got the stone, or and just, I could distort value on the stone. You could very. That is like this is a, a situation that distort value could work very well with if you play it right. Yeah, and. You know, there's there's a lot of requisite checks that are going to happen. Yeah. But like, I I fully support this play. This I think that idea. would be really. So why don't you good. hang on to it just in case? Where's that cap? He's my stone. Um. Galore. Me? Kitty Galore. Not you. The real cat, not the fake cat. <laughs> um. A cat in my head. So the point of the of what we're doing is to try to get information from Fenris about the Stone of Galore, right? What he knows. I wrote down some questions to ask him specifically. Why did the Nibelrite have a map leading to his house? What does he know about the Stone of Galore? What would Xanathar's... This is a gift for Jack, getting to have all the questions five minutes before we actually ask them. What would uh, the Xanathars have found in your house while they were looking for the stone? What do you know about the whereabouts of Erstel Floxen, or where he would have fled to? Mm-hmm. And what is your knowledge of the Troll Skull Alley attack? So if we have Sounds anything like to add to those... Got... Something good planned. 
Do you have a spell prepared that we don't know about? Nope. I just tried to do some thinking ahead of time while you guys were being sneaky spiders. Zone of truth. Um, I uh, do not have zone of truth prepared. <laughs> um, Mark came to us early this morning after I had prepared my spells. And twas too late to change them, so... Twas. Um, I can, however, enhance ability. So if we're just about to go in, I think I'm probably going to uh, cast enhance ability on my friend Chuck. Mm. The classic Eagle's Splendor. Eagle's Splendor! Is it a D8? No, you have advantage on charisma checks. Oh yeah, that's my whole thing. Yep. <clears throat> so I'll click that off. And um, do we have anything else that we want to ask Erstel before we head in there or try to talk to the Magister? Um, maybe, it, did we, sorry, did you say... Do you get Venerous? Yes. Okay. Well, I was going to say, should we ask any connections to the Growlhounds? Yep. Yeah, why were you there? He wasn't there. He, um... Fenris was it? Fenris no, was, as far as you know, Fenris was not at Growlhoon Villa. Erstel Floxen was. Okay. And Erstel had a map that led to Fenris's house. The Nimble Right. The Nimble, Nimble Right had the map. Damn it. It's okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll recount. So, Erstel Floxen tried and failed, importantly, to escape from Growlhoon Villa. The right. Growlhoons managed to capture him. You remember there was a very close scene where he was bound in the stairwell. Right. Slipped the bind. The, oh, with the my, binds. and we gagged him with my wig. And there was a moment where you all had subdued <laughs> Ursul. And uh, Lady Growlhoon's guard, Hrabaz, said that you needed to leave Ursul there and leave the villa yourselves. So you don't know what became of Erstel Floxen. He's dead. But the yeah, Stone probably. of Galore managed to get out of Growlhoon Villa via the Nimble Rite. So the Nimble Rite, ostensibly, is working for the Growlhoons, specifically Lady Growlhoon. And we've tracked the Nimble Rite, but then the City Watch killed it. Destroyed Classic it. police. Although Choppa does still have all the bits and bobs of that number right. I still think the Stone of Galore this whole time was friendship. Uh, you still have not proved or disproved this theory. I'm gonna write... Oh yeah, Fenris was the target that Lady Growlhound wanted the Nimble Right to go to. So there is a connection somehow between Fenris and the Growlhounds, but not Fenris and the Zents, as far as you know. Mm. So the Nimble Right took the Stone of Glor from, we, as far as we know, from Growlhund Manor mm-hmm. to um, Fenris. It tried to. Right, but Fenris... Or, or it succeeded. I mean, the, the Nimble Right didn't have the Stone of Glor on it when you found it in a pile of trash. Right. So it ostensibly succeeded. But Fenris may have been already arrested. Yeah, so you've we know already deduced. Yeah, you've already deduced that it seems like Fenris was arrested before his house was turned over, right? Um, Which would indicate that unless the guard managed to 
confiscated off him, it is elsewhere, and Fenris knows where. Right. So the big question is, where is the Stone of Galore? The big question is, where is the Stone of Galore, folks? Yeah. That's all you really got to be asking yourselves. In here. It's right in here the whole time. <laughs> it's right um, next to you. Just right. doing a little plug. If you... <laughs> yeah, it's Chop, inside me. Chapa pulls out a knife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you rearrange the letters in Stone of Galore, you get Flume Stager. Oh my god. <laughs> Floon's a doppelganger. <laughs> Just saying. If you rearrange, rearrange the letters in the Stone of Galore, you get that Floon is the bad guy. You get Lord Voldemort. <laughs> Floon is Voldemort. Um, I am Lord Never, Ember. What? <laughs> I'm going to keep working. I am Miss Never, Ember. I'm close to cracking this case. I'm just close to cracking. Okay. Are we outside the... You are outside of the courthouse. It is about 30 minutes to high sun. Is that too much? Maybe too much, but that's fine. fine. Let me know. Okay. Let's go in. Perhaps we should check in. <laughs> Let's get our ticket. Chuck, uh, lead us to our appointment with the Magister. What time is it? It's almost... It's Great. We, uh, I walk in, I see Angelina. Oh, <laughs> uh, just in time. Just uh, it's almost high noon, the Magister is expecting you. Thank you so much for your time. You, uh, you, you look, you look really nice. <laughs> oh, um, thanks. <laughs> it's just... Anyway, guys, let's go. <laughs> Chuck, that was great. Very careful. Oh, if you actually, if you don't mind just sitting, I will, oh. I'll let you know when the Magister oh. is ready to receive you. Okay, guys, let's sit. So you find yourselves in the entranceway to this courthouse, which uh, has some benches on either side of the room that are in front of Angelina's desk. And you sit. And unless you want to, you can, you can chat now, you can ask Angelina questions, but basically you're going to have to wait for about 20 or 30 minutes and we can just fast forward right through that if you would like. Yeah. So after those those 20 or 30 minutes, a guard enters through a door that is around the corner, goes to Angelina and you hear her say, Magister will see Okay, guys, let's go. Angelina ushers you all through. You are led through a courtroom first, um, where there is no one currently in attendance aside from the guard who is leading you and another guard who stands watch outside of a door across the way. Um, You see, like, a judge's bench as well as a place where ostensibly someone on trial would sit that is facing that bench and a little bit of a gallery behind it where audience, townsfolk, whoever could be watching. Um, But you are led into the office of this magister. It is a grand office. It contains several plush armchairs and a large walnut desk. The seal of Waterdeep is emblazoned on the wood floor. Uh, And you see behind the large desk a slight older woman in her 60s or 70s 
She has intricately uh, braided hair that is sort of arranged on top of her head, very dark brown skin, and is wearing the black robes of a magister. My fringe. That's fine. You know that means like king or queen, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to do that. Um, I'm, I've, I've I been so told. humbly bow before okay, thee. Okay, that's that's not what this is. Okay. I love Chuck. <laughs> you, um, you all. I understand that you have business with one of the prisoners that we are holding here, Fenris Stormcastle. My name is Hester Barch. I am the magister of this court. Um, Hester? Hester. H-E-S-T-E-R. Barch. B-A-R-C-H. Wow, finally got one. First time. (laughs) Pretty, uh, pretty straightforward name. Okay, well... We like Hester. Um, um, would you describe, please, the nature of your business with this prisoner and what you seek in interfacing with him? Yes, ma'am. The yes. paper. The paper. Thank you. Thank you. We have a writ from Master Lord that oh. we... Do you mind that. presenting that to me? One of you who is at Mertz can add it. We don't need to belabor this. You hand over the writ. Uh, Hester looks at the seal and just sort of gives an approving nod, cracks it, reads. I I thought that Fenris was an ex-convict, a gang leader. Um... Can you explain to me why why is there such urgency in dealing with him? We simply mean to bring some justice to the people that he wronged. Why would you have any business with him? You see, we have it on very good authority that there is a link between him and some gang activity, some active gang activity, specifically revolving the centaur. And... We have you believe Fenris to be a Zend? We think he might be implicated. But we found uh, someone connected with the Zends having a map that showed, that marked his house specifically. And this map, whom, whom, who gave it to you? Under what circumstances did you come into possession of it? And why was it in existence? Why, we are not sure, but we found it on the body of a now-past creature, uh, what do you think of? Composite? Nimble, right? I know. Construct. Right. Construct. 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 Right. I, I see you. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I see you. Um, a construct that was under the employ of a, uh, uh, a family that had connections, we think, to the Zentarum. I see. And may I ask, why is he arrested? He is believed to be an ex-leader of the Bloodhawk Posse, mm. a band of brigands who troubled the high road north to Amphail. Did you really say 
Sorry. Uh, um, Hester Bart's dead. Ugh. Brigands. Brigands uh, are real and a problem. Brigands all over the place in Faerun. Yeah. That's Continue. A thing. I know. The li- it's it's just like glyphs all over again. Glyph <laughs> again. Okay. Um, but I, I'm. But was there any active crime? That was it's turning a cab, which is lovely. But was there any active crime that was committed? If you'd like, I can read to you the charges that have been levied against Mister Stormcastle. And Please. she turns into her desk and opens and pulls out like a thick file yeah. and is like, "Okay, where are we?" Okay, no, on no, the third okay. of Marpinoth. Yes, this is year fourteen. Hold on, I need to actually do some. In the year 1484, oh. this is eight years ago. Okay, yeah, Mr. Stormcastle yeah, okay, no, is no, responsible you. for costing yeah. a band of travelers traveling yeah. southwards towards water. Yes, yes, he no, stole a Mad- chest Madam, full of currency as well as. I understand. Okay. I got. I got. I see your point. I see. Chapa, this was the top Chapa's of the pile. Just nodding along and grinning, like, uh huh. Details. Interesting. Oh. Mister Stormcastle was a leader of a gang who perpetrated many wrongs against innocent citizens and civilians, making their way to Waterdeep or from Waterdeep over a period of almost a decade. It seems that he had given up the life of a Bloodhawk posse member for reasons we are not yet sure, and decided to retire within the city. He had been working as a lamplighter. And word got out that... He had connections to the Bloodhawks, or did he do one last brigading that caused... He was at large, and we got a tip. I am. From I'm not at liberty to disclose the information that but you But remember, we have... Your information... Writ. Your writ says that you have special dispensation to deal with Mr. Stormcastle. Okay. It does not say that I need to reveal the identities of informants. That is a rather sacred legal protection that I am very reluctant to give over this time. Indeed. Hester. Although, if, but, if I may. I was going to persuade. Yes. Um, maybe this could be Chapa aiding. Persuade. Attack. I already have advantage. Okay. Whatever, it's a flavor aid. Yeah, if flavor you want to try aid. to persuade her to give yeah. you give up the person who gave this tip, you yeah. can roll a persuasion check. And my uh, role play card is. <laughs> <laughs> and you do have advantage because of the eagles. Eagles. Yes. Splendor. Thank God. Ooh, nat 20 on the second roll. Yeah, what was for the first one? Two. <laughs> for a total, for a total of 26. I'm sorry, I cannot give that information to you. <sighs> I understand that I... intimidation next. No. <laughs> and I appreciate your dedication to the law. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um, I really think it is of quite quick haste that we must speak to Mr. Stormcastle. Yes. We got about 20 minutes left on that bad boy. You have yet, you have not yet told me what 
exactly is the nature? What information do you seek from him? Oh, well, you see, we've been tasked with um, collecting intel, intelligence, um, by both the uh, Blackstaff and by the, the, open, lo- the open Lord. Uh, the Open Lord. Indeed, yes. Regarding a very sensitive matter, which he may have information to, and which could greatly uh, aid the, what, shall what we say, is, finances of the city. Can you share more details with me? Understand that I am a member, I'm a magister of the city of Waterdeep. I will not disclose this information beyond the, the confines of my office. Um, just for safety's sake, can I make an insight check on that? Yeah. Corruption of the hounds, we don't have. Nice. 20. She is legit as it comes. She, you are in her office. The seal of water is <laughs> yeah, like no, I mean, staring you in the face, and she sense. is a frail old woman behind her desk who just seems interested in upholding the uh, judicial sanctity of the city. Yeah. Okay. Can I take out the fake stone and say, "Do you recognize this?" Nice. No, it appears to be a stone of some kind. That is very wise of you. It's a stone. Have you heard ever of Dagar Daltz? Dagar. <laughs> yeah, you got Dagolts. it. Yeah. Never embers. Well, of Hidden course. treasures. Oh. Oh, sorry. I, I I have the cache of dragons that he embezzled from the city and secreted somewhere within Waterdeep. Exactly. And have we you... wish to return it to the people. We are Peter Pan, uh, Robin Hood's. We're Robin Hood's. But who is this Robin Hood? We're actually doing more like tax collecting right now, but... Are you telling me that you have reason to believe that Fenris may be able to disclose information that could reveal the whereabouts of Dagold Neverember's cache of hidden dragons? We're not sure where that's why we need to ask him. But you see... Guards! And you see a guard stick its head in. Please bring these individuals down to speak with Mr. Stormcastle. They're here on very important business pertaining to the city of Waterdeep. And she folds up the writ and sort of smooths it onto her desk and just gives you a little, like, curt smile. Take all the time you need. Yes, ma'am. But, like, 20 minutes. But 20, yes. (laughs) Uh, the guards splendor. lead you out of the room. Unless you have any other, f- any further questions for Hester. What a um, lovely woman. Oh, Hester. Is she a human woman? She's a human woman. A model bureaucrat. Mm. Um, oh, have you guys seen, um, sorry, the, uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV yes. show, mm-hmm. not the movie, the TV show. I feel like yes. we talk about this every time. Yeah, sure, <laughs> but the, when, whenever, this just reminded me, when it's like, in D and D, you would say like a human woman because it could be a elf female, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there's the line in like the first episode where Nadja is like stalking the the, man, the like the guy Jeff, who she thinks to be her ex love. Mm-hmm. She's like, man, human man. 
I was thinking about what we do in the shadows earlier because I don't want to get too off track. It's going to be so fast. You described how Frog often looks like the most generic, instantly forgettable human oh, possible, yeah. and it just sounded like this description. Colin Robinson, Colin Robinson yeah. the energy vampire. <laughs> Tangent done. All right, you were brought down to the holding cells within this courtroom. Um, too pleasant. And you are led back to one cell that contains a somewhat disheveled human man. The guard bringing you down is a human woman who, when she says, says, Hi, Fenris, you've got visitors. And you see a somewhat grizzled human man with few days of beard growth just sort of hunched over on a cot look over towards the door yeah what do you want oh hello there Fenaris and uh is there a chair in there you're on the other side like he's in a Uh, cell and you're outside of the cell the guards sort of retreat a little ways up uh, the guard says, uh, "We we can't uh, we can't just open the cell of a prisoner that we're holding." Oh, that holding. makes sense. Chuck, get the guard. No. <laughs> this is whispering that I'm going to say loud enough for the microphones to hear. But uh, get the guards to leave, so that uh, this was only going to be just so I could like turn a chair around and sit on it. I know, but I'm saying. You could definitely find a chair to do that in this space. Dramatic backwards chair. You can do a backwards chair. But get the guards to leave so that none of this... Outside of each cell is a chair that ostensibly a guard could sit on if need be. How far away are the guards? Uh, They've retreated about... God, I need to just open this into a second time. Bear with us for one moment. They've retreated around a corner, and you can hear... They're, they're not uh, fully out of earshot, but from where you are, they're maybe 30 feet away. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to cast Message onto Fenris. Uh, message remembers whispering. Yes. To Fenris. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, Fenris not, is right in front of you. Yeah, no, I know, but okay, no, I'll st- I'll talk in a right now and then maybe use a message later. Um, I just want to ask ahead of time if you use message, that you stand I, up and whisper it okay. into the mic. Sounds good. <laughs> um, well, hello there, Mister Stormcastle. My name is Chuckleberry, and I have a few questions What's for you. What fucking name is that? I well, okay. Who? What? Keep going. Not just the opposite of Are you all there right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Me and my compatriots. Who the fuck are all you? So. Can Fran? <laughs> can Fran just like menacingly creep up my shoulders so I look a little more intimidating? And you're still seem intimidated, but yeah, you can do that. You can roll still an intimidation check if you want. Here, right? Yeah, this is still, still goth. It's still goth. It's the same day, I guess. Yeah, I'm still goth. 
just a goth baby. <laughs> Eleven. I'm not very scary. I'm a little blood doesn't seem, doesn't seem too <laughs> intimidated by the spider on your shoulder. Okay. I, uh, we have some questions for you. Chopper, take my away. Oh, no, this is all you. I don't remember the questions. Where's the Stone of Galoa? Well, no, I'm going to lead up to that was really the big one. Um, okay. Um, well, shit. Okay, I tried to mute those other ones because we really emphasized. Um, we, uh, we were at your house. Uh, shit's fucked, man. Xanathars got there. They tossed that whole place. Looking for... Well, I think we all know what they were looking for. But... <laughs> I doubt they found it. And God knows those guards didn't find it. Uh, I think you're too smart to have it on you like that. If you could just get snatched up off the streets. Tough luck, by the way. Uh, you know, cooperating with us might make a difference. Maybe you get tried somewhere else. I don't know. Um. But, look, we know what they were looking for, and uh, we know what that nimble ride brought to you. So, why don't you tell us the rest of the story, up until you got picked up. So the nimble ride arrives, hands a package to you, and then what? Roll a persuasion check. Can I um, assist so, you can roll with advantage. Um, persuasion, he said, is 16. I don't know who the fuck you all think you are, mm. but I think you've got the wrong guy. Oh, really? Does, uh... Okay. Does this familiar? And I hold the, the stone, and it's touch. No, sorry, it's verbal. And could the verbal um, thing? You're casting the spell. I'm casting the spell. Can you read the spell to me? Yes. You cast a spell on an object no more than one foot on a side, doubling the object's perceived value by adding illusory flourishes or polish to it. Um, or reducing its perceived value by half with the help of illusory scratches, dents, and other unsightly features. Anyone examining the object can ascertain its true value with a successful intelligence investigation check against your spells DC, spell save DC, which for me is 14. So, mm-hmm. you produce this faux stone of galore. <clears throat> and I want to make an insight check on his reaction as well. Like, does he... Yeah. yeah. Uh, make that inside check. Fuck. Ten. Uh, you aren't able to discern whether it is familiar to him or not. He's managed, he manages to keep a pretty blank face. And he looks, like, squints his eyes at the stone and is just like, what the fuck is that? Hmm. You all say you can, um, help me out. How would you help me out? What do you help with? Getting the fuck out of prison. 
think if you maybe could look at this again and tell me if it's really familiar, we could actually help you get out of here. That's a fake. But you know what it's trying to be. Doesn't re- doesn't answer. Doesn't doesn't. You see, um, Fenris, we found a map that led to your house. That was found on the body of a nimble right. We killed it. We killed the nimble right. Bang bang. <laughs> this one ripped its heart out. Yes. Um, we killed it and believed that it was holding also this stone. So why did it have a map that led to your house? What do you know about this stone? How about you start telling me how you're going to get me out of prison? No, I think it would make a lot more sense if you went first. I think that you all need the information I have a lot more than I need any information that you have. But you need to get out of here. The Growlins will be glad to hear of your loyalty. We must take it to the next stop. Where is it? I might be able to tell you if I was able to get out of this cell. My memory is so fuzzy, I think I would need to be out on the streets and walk you there. In person. Do you know how much your bail is? You could ask the Magister. Can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say you can you can talk with the guards a little bit, yeah. and you discover that uh, no bail has been posted for Fenris. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly how the judicial system works in Waterdeep. Look, uh... We know who you're connected to. The Lamplighters. The Bloodhawk Posse. Up in Luskin, isn't that right? Well, they want you on a long list of brigandry, but the way I hear it, you've got friends up north. As a matter of fact, it seems Waterdeep has a history of men needing to flee up to Neverwinter. Make a new name for themselves. Daggled never ever for one. It seems like he's doing fine. So this magister is a she's a brick wall. We'll never get through her, but we might be able to get you transferred up to the courts in Neverwinter. Why don't you go talk to the magister? Tell the Magister that if this information is so important to you all, I need to be made a free man. Because that's the only way I'm giving it up. Would you take a monetary bribe? What goes money in prison? Oh, okay. Well, a lot. This is an American prison. Mm. Ah, okay. Would you take your life as enough of a 
a swayly decision. I'm gonna kind of what, you gonna kill fire. me? Just you're gonna kill me in a courthouse. You got find some. yourself in the cell next. Go right ahead. You got some fine strings to pull, my friend. I've said my piece. If you want my information, and believe me, I do have information. You're gonna have to get me out of here. Let's go. Let's reconvene. Go this way, Velvet. Watch you. Don't go anywhere. You're brought back up to the Magister. Hester is attending to some business in her office. Looks at you all. Oh, that was rather quick. Did you get what you needed? Not no. Oh. What if I tried charming him? What is the prisoner asking for? Unfortunately, freedom. Hmm. He is only willing to share his information in exchange for being let out of prison. And I have, I have an idea. Community service. I was thinking the same thing. You see, we have a lot of damage at our house that needs to be cleaned up. No. I admire your de- dedication to a no, non-retributive... If, if my idea works, then Fenris will remain behind bars where he belongs, and you all will get the information that you desire. Please, Hester, do tell. I need some time to rest. I need an hour's time You can go down there and continue to question him if you so desire, but in an hour, I will have the prisoner brought before me, and I will question him. Mm. Uh, Question him with uh, what methods? I will keep that to myself for now. Hmm... Uh, might you permit, uh, so that we may observe his reaction, uh, us to observe... Of course, you can stay in the room if you'd like. Very good. Um, well, uh, uh, I... That but I for this like to plan to work, I, I need as much information as I can about the circumstances surrounding this situation. Will you give them to me? Uh, you don't need to roleplay this, but you're yeah. basically asking for you to give her the whole backstory. Can I uh, roll one more insight check? Yeah. Um, and I'm actually going to let <clears throat> enhanceability drop uh, and to cast guidance on myself. Okay. As she's speaking, I'm just going to give a small... I think Chapo probably has a habit of talking to himself anyway, so he's just like... Mm, sort of, What's her deal? I rolled a six. Fourteen. And what are you trying to determine exactly? Um, I just, um, that there wouldn't be any, like, negative consequences to tell it, to giving her all the backstory. Uh, you get the sense that she wants to know more about the situation so that yep. her line of questioning can be more precise. That seems like what Chapa expected, so unless anybody else objects, 
Yes, we tell mm-hmm. her everything we know. Yeah, I love, I love that story. Okay, the whole story. So you give you give the backstory. You describe what's going on at Growlhoon Man. What went on at Growlhoon Manor, and she mentions that she had indeed heard of it. It was talk of the town for the past few. Days. Remember, this only happened a few days ago, so it is still very much roiling through the legal system of Waterdeep. A lot of people died in Growlhoon Manor. It has become notorious as the bloodbath of Growlhoon Manor, Whoa. and. Um, they're, like the Growlhoons themselves have been questioned in all this. She even offers some information in return, explaining that the Growlhoons have, for the time being, uh, been determined to be innocent of any guilt, and that it seems like the Zentarim had taken them hostage in their own home, and that they uh, were holding them against their will in what originally was meant to be some sort of, like, deal that went sour, and uh, that is what she's able to communicate to you. But with the information that you proffer her now, she starts to feel some doubt as to the veracity of those charges, and... With those details in place, she asks you to give her a bit of time to rest and collect herself. You all can return back down to Fenris if you want to try any other means. There's some talk of trying to charm him. Other types of things, you can try to do that now if you'd like. Otherwise, you can bring... Okay. I think charming him is a great idea, though, because if we can get any bonus information to give Hester Hester before... Um, and like, I don't think that's gonna mess up her investigation, even if we succeed or fail. So, why not try it, right? Why not try it, right? Can we go back in? Yeah. Um, Guards will bring you back down to the prison cell. Fenris looks up to see you and is just like, "So, hello again. Am I getting out of here?" I have a quick strategic question. Would I be able to? With a 20-foot sphere, block, um, like, the entirety of the hallway between us and any guards who might overhear. Uh, the hallway is five feet wide. Uh-huh. Um, and between where the guards are stationed and where you are, you could easily position a 20-foot sphere to create a buffer. Great. Um, so... While Yuri is talking to Fenris, I'm going to spend ten minutes to, as a ritual, cast silence in the hallway between us and the guards, which will prevent any sound from passing through and just give us total... Yeah, I see what you're going for. You're trying to kind of create a wall of silence. Exactly. That would separate you. Yeah, you can pull that off. Um, So, just like when you start talking, um, so I'll tell you, like, um, you'll have to carry on for about ten minutes, but over that time, the sound will slowly fade out for the guards, and um, once I give you the nod, uh, go ahead and do your work, see what we can do, and uh, we'll have ten minutes after after I give you the nod. All right. Um, you 
go through what is what can only be described as strained conversation as you try to make small talk with the uh, unwilling Fenris whose only interest is in getting out of prison and uh, and seemingly to imba- like to insult you. Um, I'd love to see some of this role playing. <laughs> We get like a couple lines. Just like a couple, yeah. Oh, good eye, Fenris. How you doing? I'm in prison. All right. Uh, Pretty shit. Last time I saw you, you, you weren't looking too good. Uh, yeah, you mean ten it? minutes ago? Uh, no, no, no. Before that, before that, uh, the ground we never, We've never met. Oh, that, who's that? You're thinking of Erstel Floxen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to like trick him into revealing that he was there, which is an honestly not a bad play. Not a bad play. If that's what you're going for, you yeah, can make a make a deception check. <laughs> Why not? That was. It. 20, 30. Where the fuck did you see me? Oh, you, you know where I saw you. You know, fancy castle. <laughs> <laughs> fancy doesn't exactly describe my life. Oh, yeah, that's what the Grouchens want us to think, ain't it? Uh, so where are you from? Where are you from? What's your, what's, what's your life been like up to now? What do you desire? What, what, what do you truly desire, Penrose? What are we? Not just freedom. What comes after freedom? We friends now. Oh, What's no. the fucking deal here? Well, if I can get you out, I'm your best friend. I'm in prison. You probably know what I'm in prison for if you're down here. I was part of a gang. Hey. I made a gang because my life was shit. I grew up poor. I wanted a little bit of money and I wanted a little bit of power. Is that so wrong? That totally makes sense. I'm just trying to help you. You just you can you very well might help me. I don't I don't care about gangs, I don't care about gang wars. I am from the Feywilds. What a deep you know. That's some crazy shit. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Feywild. Oh yeah. You're just going to actually charm him. (laughs) Yeah, and then cut to how that conversation sounds after nine minutes. (laughs) They're like the last ten seconds. Uh, I really feel for you, mate. I do. It was just a heart. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect to be betrayed, but... (laughs) You know, Fenris, I think we might try something else. Fucking assholes. Charms what they are. needed. Yuri kind of... No one really does want to talk, Yuri, but it was nice talking with you. Uh, right back at you, Fenris. I think you just... Not many people take ten minutes out of their day to talk no, with me. And I then Chama looks at him and nods. <laughs> you know, Fenris, let's try this. Uh, shall we um, put my hand on his shoulder? Through the bars. Yeah. We hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> Saving throw of 14, please. What is the... Uh, what kind of saving throw? Wisdom. Sorry. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> 
I thought we had something special. Oh, forgive me, forgive me. Rewind time. <laughs> <laughs> Just ten minutes out of the day to talk to me. Uh, really nice to you are. You've really been through it, mate. Let's uh, let's try this, shall we? <laughs> you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck are you doing, right? I thought we really had something here. Oh, Fenris, Fenris, let's go again. Last time. I get too. Interestingly, <laughs> the second time you do this, fuck. something very strange happens. Oh, oh God. I get to the Hold on a second. I really wanted this to work. <laughs> Oh, you re you try to rewind time. Mm-hmm. You've done this a number of times. As you sort of engage with this magic to rewind time, rather than run backwards, time stops. For a second, you don't realize what's happening, and you think that you've sunk back into the present, and you face Fenris to talk, and you realize that he's sort of paused in a, like, mid-sob from the emotional conversation you had just had. You look to your left, and you see Choppa a few feet away, just, like, hand mid-air as though he is about to give you some sort of sign or signal that um, the silence spell has taken effect but he is dead still. Uh-oh. Roll a perception check for me. Uh-oh. One. <laughs> what? <laughs> With a one... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You why are you standing still? <laughs> yeah, you you don't know what's going on. What do you do? Um Hello? Henry's? Your voice echoes. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, I just like checked to see if Freya's frozen. Uh was Freya with you? Yeah, she's on my shoulder. Freya is on your shoulder. Freya is moving. Freya seems to be here with you. What the fuck is going on, Freya? Uh, all right. I just... <laughs> I start, like, looking around. I, like, poke. You're in, a, you're in, a, like, a five-foot-wide corridor with several cells running on either side. And Shit. it leads down back towards where the guards were. All right, I guess I would see how far this time freeze has taken effect. Like, how far past chocolate, everybody. You walk down the hallway, and as you come around the corner, you see a glow. Um, this space that you're in, as you come around there, you were brought down a stairwell. Uh, you round the corner, turning to the left, and you can see that this glow has rounded a corner further away and is heading what looks like up the stairs out of this courtroom, up to, like, the second floor. Follow, follow the glow. You do so, and you're trailing it. You haven't quite caught up to it. As you get to the stairs, you can once again see it fading out of, uh, out of sight, you rush up the stairs after it, and you come into the courtroom coming up these stairs. And you see now, standing in the center of this room, 
illuminated in, there's a wide window in this courtroom that is just coming in and through this window is just pure white. Whereas before, when you looked through this window on your way to Hester Barch's office, this window showed water deep outside, a busy street. Outside now is just a void of white space and it illuminates this room and standing in a beam of light, you see a gigantic, not gigantic, a large, like a horse-sized elk. It has one eye, and it regards you in this space. And the moment that you make eye contact with it, you yourself become paralyzed. And it starts to slowly walk towards you. Wherever its hooves touch the ground, small silver flowers sprout around its feet as it makes its way towards you, holding eye contact as it approaches. It touches its muzzle to your nose before disengaging and it starts to turn and walks towards that white window and as it gets there it takes one last look at you before mounting it and it seems to just pass through the glass as though it were some sort of portal, not like a physical structure, and disappears into that white light. And the moment that it does, you feel yourself just being sucked back down the hallway, down the stairways, back into, and you find yourself just transported right back in front of Fenris, time having rewound. It's just really nice to talk to you, Yuri. Not many people take ten minutes out of their day to just listen. You all right? Yeah, of course, mate. I'm just struck by uh, your story. It's beautiful and heartbreaking. I think so, too. Not many people care to listen, though. How about we try this, my friend? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're... (laughs) Third time's the charm. I'm using my time rewind one as well. This is what we have to say. Mate, I know this is a lot to ask of you, but I think you can trust me and I think I can trust you. Where is the Stone of Galore? Sort of looks at Chopper. I don't want to tell you. It's the only thing I have to get out of prison. If I tell you, what's going to help me get out of here? I promise you, I will do everything in my power to get you out of jail if you tell me. He sort of motions you closer to him and whispers into your uh, into your ear. I hid it in the top floor of an old tower in the dark ward. That's what he tells you. I 
caress his face. <laughs> Thank you. I will be sure that you are free man by the end of all this. Oh. Thank you, Yuri. I'm happy to call you Frienderous. <laughs> Single tear falls from his eye and rolls down his cheek. All right, I go outside. <laughs> well, you're still you're still in the in this hallway with Choppa, who is oh, like yeah. watching. You've seen office. all this, Choppa. You don't know. To your eye, Yuri had a ten minute conversation with Fenris, after which he cast a spell. That went perfectly. That went perfectly. Yeah, he looked a little spaced out for a second, but other than that, it seems like everything went great. Chopper, have you ever seen Princess Mononoke? <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, Chopper rolls a knowledge history check and <laughs> fails, and he's like, no, I do not know of this princess. <laughs> Gosh, would Yuri, what would Yuri, would he say something to everybody? You look flustered. It looked like it went well, though. What did he say? Wait, where did it go? What did what did he say again? Well, I could overhear. He, hid he it. said it's just a lot of old towers. He right. He hid it in the top floor of an old tower in the dock ward. Um, didn't give you an like that's something, right. but uh, <laughs> you don't know exactly where uh, there are. You you've been to the dock ward. There's towers in the dock ward, more than one. It's not like there's one tower in the dock ward. Well, could you go back over and ask him some more specific questions? This spell lasts for how long? Enough. A long time, I'm pretty sure. How do we find the tower? How do we find the stone in the tower? Yep. Um, But one hour. So you have an hour to continue this conversation if you want to try to get more information. All right. I check in with my friends. It's like, all right, we've got an hour. What do we need to know? Where's the tower? You can only check in with Choppa, I think. Yeah, because everywhere else. The uh, still, right? I mean, you're all where you want to be. You had an hour to kill before the master said she wanted oh, to right. talk with him. Well, honestly, I just know that Choppa's down here. I don't know where the rest of you are. Honestly, I think perhaps if um, you could all be down here if you want. If we stay. Uh, Maybe some of us should go and look for the tower, and some of us stay here and observe the interrogation. Um, just on the thought. Well, like I know that there—it's a needle in a haystack, but like. Mm-hmm. No, I have a thought. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's possible that, like, the nimble right would have left behind some trace that we could get Nim to adjust the nimble right detector and find the stone since it was carried by the nimble right. I don't know if there's like anything that gets left behind. Or... Yeah, but also the nimble right handed it off to Fenris. So like the nimble right wouldn't have gone to that tower probably, right? Or or like... I guess I was thinking of it more like <laughs> a dog getting a scent on something. Or like something that was radioactive and leaves little Geiger particles. Um, Does magic leave any like? Never mind. Make an Arcana check. I'm just checking also with my tech magic. Only has a 35 radius. I mean, how many towers can there be in Waterdeep? 
<laughs> as someone who doesn't spend as, a lot of time, who spend a lot of time on the surface, yeah, that's a genuine question. How much? Sixteen. Uh, with a sixteen, I think oh. you would under you would understand that the way the uh, detector functions as a means of detecting nimble rights is it hones in on the source of magical energy that powers them. So. And as far as you know, that source is contained within the body of a given nimble right, i.e. it doesn't leave a like magical tracer in the air. Gotcha. Um, so we want, I'd go, I think, ask him what he'll tell us about the um, tower and the stone. It would, like, how do we find the tower? How do we find the stone within the tower? Alright, I go back. Fenris, the faster I can find this stone, the faster I can get you out of this place. It's important to me to do both. That makes sense. Where is this tower? What can you tell me about its location? It's, um, it's, it's, hold on. Let me get some details. It's, um, it's this old tower, it's a crumbling tower in the dock ward. It's not far from the docks themselves, and, um, it has this strange field around it. It, um, it negates magical energy. Once you're in the tower, you won't be able to spells. It's a good place to hide because you can't detect it. Who's guarding it? Nothing. Nothing's guarding it. Why does it have a field? Fuck if I know. Why the fuck are you asking? Veneris, what do you know of the Twin Serpent? Who runs the Zentarine? Veneris, I'm not a part of that Zent shit. No, do you, do you know anything about them? No, no, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about scent business for the most part. I know that the the Growhoons were hosting them, but that's about all I know. Do you know anything about the gang war in general? Seems like it's causing a lot of trouble in the city. I'm slipping into your accent. <laughs> no, no, uh, Yuri's. I looked at you. I'm slipping into Yuri's accent. It's because we're becoming closer. Yeah. <laughs> Just, he's, you're empathizing so hard. Um, so no one is going to be there. No, no one will give us trouble if we go looking. I don't know about no one, but right now the only people who know about it are you and, and me and. Who are your contacts if you needed to escape prison and a place to hide? Do you have people that will protect you? No. (laughs) It just starts to ball. Poor guy. My old friends gave me over, I think. (laughs) Works for everyone. Um. Chapa comes over and whispers in Yuri's ear. I had a contact. Who? 
some Luskanite contact. This was going to be my way out. This was how I was going to start a new life. Maybe move south to Arm or somewhere sunny. I don't know. Hold on to that dream, Fenris. It's not... It's not over yet. All right? You're right, Yuri. You're right. Move south. Luskanite contact. <laughs> oh, what was their name, this Luskanite? didn't get a name. Do you have a way of finding them, contacting them, a number, an address? Address. Address? Number? A phone number? They were... I would deal with them in the docks, mostly. Do you know... I never made any personal contact yet. Do you know... know They reached out, they knew... I was put in touch with them through Lady Growlhound. Hmm. All right. Fenris, you've been extremely cooperative. We're going to make this work for all of us. for you, mate. You don't know how much it means to me to hear you say that. I feel (laughs) the same way. All right, Fenris, I'll come back for you. I love you. (laughs) I think I love you too. (laughs) All right. Okay, we got some info. My question is, am I going to screw Fenris over hard or did I just make a best friend? (laughs) (laughs) Could be both Which could be the start of a very compelling Spin-off Session for an episode Where you help Fenris Escape jail or something Um, That went very well Do we have more questions for him? Do we figure it out? The Luskin contact. Luskinite contact. I don't know what Luskinite is. It's, it's like somebody for him to escape to, right? Somebody can make a check to one, determine where Luskin is. <laughs> determine who might be the Luskinite. We already know it's this. It's north of Neverwinter. That's true. Okay, good. Never mind. Never mind. I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of the, uh, the, the island where people... Everyone who comes from there has a French accent in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, my, my lazy world building. Um, yeah, you're thinking of... Uh, consistency. Oh, where am I? It's not Luskin. It's, it's not Luskin. It it's not Luskin. It is... Lantan. Luskin and Lantan are two different places. But you were right. Luskin is north of Neverwinter. So you knew it. We learned that when we learned about... Fenris's gang, the, the Bloodhawk Posse. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I don't think you did. I don't think Luskin came. I, I mean, I, I obviously you have it in your notes, but I don't know why you would have it in your notes as a connection to Fenris. Well, I was just googling. I Google every NPC name and then read everything that I can. No, I'm totally <laughs> The fear in Jack's eyes. I was like, don't what? do that with no, this campaign. I absolutely <laughs> never do that. Um. No, I mean, I, I think that I have mentioned Luskin at one time or another. I just can't remember what it was for. It is north of Neverwinter. Lem has heard of Fenris, regular at Yawning Portal, Bloodhawk Posse, Rogue Brigand, the Lamplighter, connected to Luskin Warrant. So I guess I didn't write that it was north of wherever, but... Well, somehow you knew that, and it is true. (laughs) Alright. I'm nervous that the elk stole my time powers. <laughs> Wait, touch me. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it made them sentence. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, prerogative. 
Maybe it enhanced them. Maybe I can freeze time now. That'd be cool. I don't think Jack would give that to me at level four, though. You can cast time stop without any spell components, without, without using an action. <laughs> you can just think it, and time will stop. Seriously? Wouldn't that be great? That's a nice level spell. Fuck, were you planning that? I was planning it. What the fuck does it mean? And it happened, the trigger was the time reversal. That was Seems what like it. triggered it. But the time reversal still worked. How many times have you cast it? <laughs> yeah, it worked. Did you hit Because it brought me back. Mm-hmm. But there was just this vision in between. It seems like at some Stop. moment, or Stop. at some reason, when you entered the flow of time, this time, you encountered this creature. Beautiful storytelling. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> He's captivated. Mm. Kubo Cappy, nice boy. Scum. Scum. I'm not for scum. Yeah, that's what I'd like to. Cheers. This really lasted a lot longer than I figured. Oh, yeah, he loves that. Uh-huh. He is a lover boy. From Pocket Bowie Wisdom, which I found above the toilet, mm-hmm. saw that. I'm just a cosmic yob, I suppose. <laughs> <All right. laughs> the game is ongoing. You all have just got this information from Fenris. Do you want to go back to the Magister? Do you want to... Uh, bring present Fenris before the, the Magister, or do you want to leave and tell the Magister you got what you needed? Or kill Fenris. Oh, well, I think she's still no. gonna probably interrogate him, which, if she does, Chapa would like to witness. But we, I will will tell her we got what we need, and share that information. I don't know if we should share that everything that we just learned with Fester. The location? It's a fair point. Or she yeah. to us. Then, then mm-hmm. Choppa is going to recast Eagle Splendor on Chuck so that you can lie and say that um, we got what we need mm-hmm. and it was um, him in his house which was ransacked so presumably um, the Xanathars have it but we don't know where it is now I'm just nervous if we tell her the location that's what I'm saying we yeah. were a dead end um, a, a red herring mm-hmm. that well, it, like, we say we were called away on urgent business well but we want her to then not interrogate him so that we're the only ones that have that information no yeah, 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 I got it, but it'll be good. You can just tell him not to interrogate him. What an idea. Um, Charlie, you got the info you needed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, but we didn't want to share what that info was. We don't need to. I mean, she could ask, but... We don't have to tell her. Yeah. Um, so we do that. Yeah. 
we say, oh boy. I'll cover for you for a second. Real big bite. Yeah, <laughs> I'll cover for Jack even for a second. We say, uh, your, ma- your Master, we... Oh, sorry, he walked in while I was having a stone. <laughs> oh, that looks nice. Is it from the Hay Market? Um, yes. From a small bakery, yeah. Very nice. Um, so, we, uh, we, you know what, we got what we need. Um, oh? Yes, I'm afraid... Um, Given the sensitivity of the mission, I'm not at large to divulge um, specifically, but we've got a solid lead to follow up on. Um, okay. And we will not need your... Uh, what is that word called? In that interrogation. Yes. Um, I don't think... That's fine. Um, as a matter of fact... Um, oh, that went much easier than I, was, <laughs> I feared. Oh, wonderful. I've uh, got a lot of work to do, so... Fantastic. Um, Enjoy your skull. I'm glad that you got everything you needed out of the prisoner without us having to uh, acquiesce to any of his demands. Yes. On that note, I wonder if, um, <laughs> due to his extreme helpfulness to us, uh, you might give him whatever leniency is available within your system at this time. Um, we will, of course, if he follows up with good information, we um, we hope to take more action. But for now, whatever you can do for him on our behalf would be much appreciated. Um, any level of comfort we might give. I merely merely exercise the law of Waterdeep as I see fit. I will charge him according to his crimes. Of course. No, I merely mean... And if part of his crime is withholding important information on the whereabouts of half a million gold dragons that were due to the city, that may, in fact, only increase his guilt in my eyes. Indeed. Merely what I mean is, he has now assisted in our official investigation into the matter, into um, recovering those... Lost How may I ask, did you manage to extract this information from the prisoner? Charm. So he didn't proffer it willingly. He did not show true remorse for his actions. I know, Chuckleberry meant charm in the more natural sense. He just talked it out of him. Gosh, we knew what he wanted. We had some good insight. Roll a deception check. Okay. Now try to play on words. That was very good. Do I have to keep that? It didn't go where I wanted. Did you roll it? (laughs) It wasn't what you were hoping from your roll. I wanted it to go in the box. Um, 15. Um, shit. She's got a pretty good insight. Well, if, um, if, if that's how you want to paint this picture, that's fine, but I think we both know you had to use some magical means to assist in Magic. your investigation. We'll be in touch, Hester. Okay. Is that a, <laughs> is that a threat? I, no, you've been extremely helpful. Okay. <laughs> the music makes it very sinister. 
Uh, do you have any other business you want to... I don't think so. I think we probably want to follow up on the tower right away, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure thing. Doc Ward. Um, You've got a lead that ostensibly leads you to the Stone of Galore. It is in an old tower in the Dock Ward. You did not get an exact location, so you are going to have to do a bit of searching for a rundown tower. Mm-hmm. Near the docks. <clears throat> Very close yes. to the docks. You, uh, you travel to the Dock Ward. At this point, it is... Uh, Three. It's a little bit early. Yeah, it's, it's, it's noon, though. It's afternoon. And by the time you get to the docks, you take a bit of time traveling up and down. You find a few towers, some of which uh, sort of meet the description, but as you approach them, you see that they're, you know, functioning warehouses. Some of them are still inhabited. Some of them are not in a state of being run down. But eventually, you do come across a tower that meets all the descriptors that Fenris uh, gave you. Sorry, I'm just finding one. There's a lot more towers than I expected there. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's a number of towers. Um, hold it's on. Ostentatious. Uh, it is fairly ostentatious. I mean, the dock ward is the most rundown ward, but you still feel that it is like fairly ostentatious um, compared to what you're used to. Uh, give me one second. You can turn your music down a little. I will say at this point as well, it uh, the sun is starting to set, and a truly biting cold wind is blowing in through deep water harbor across the dock ward, chilling your bones, and that snow that has been sort of dancing across the sky for the past day or two is still ongoing with flurries here and there, and as light starts to dip down, one of those flurries has indeed kicked up. This is why you kidnapped Julian. For the snow season. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's actually why Chapa came to Waterdeep was because it was going to start getting cold out, and he he's a wanderer and he's getting old, so he he wanted to be in the city mm. where he could get warm when it's cold out, as opposed to just uh, season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is that a hiking term? <laughs> no, I know. Um, All right, I, I found the information I was I was looking for. Um, I just wanted to see whereabouts in the dock ward this was, and it is uh, in the sort of southern, like close to the southern ward in the in the dock ward. Um, you find a crumbling tower. Um. Yeah. Are we at the strange field? Yeah. You come across a, t- a crumbling tower. When I say that it has an anti-magic field around it, it is not something that you can visibly perceive. Mm. So you're not sure. You won't be sure until you set foot within within it. But that is a good way to kind of suss out these things. This is the first tower you've come across that meets both the requirements of it being like old and run down and unoccupied. My question is, I'm magic. Would I work 
inside of the field. You're not sure? Okay. Um, well, Bang Bang, why don't you make sure to walk a good ten feet at least behind me, and I will uh, pray to Saloon uh, frequently. And if that magic is interrupted in any way, then I'll be able to tell. <laughs> How does that sound? So I'm going to cast guide, like continually cast guidance on myself, just mainly for the reason of if I feel that mechanical benefit leave, then I will know that I've passed through a magical barrier, and Bing Bing should be careful. Maybe stick their hand through. Can I also do that with just like a little, little fireball? And yeah, the you, fire can use, goes out. you can use a cantrip of some kind yeah. to do this, and sticking one limb inside with the spell active reveals that there is indeed an anti-magic field present mm-hmm. within this building. Like when you go inside? Yeah, like if you have a mode of flame, as you stick your hand into it, that mode of flame just Dies. snuffs out, and as you pull your hand back out, cool. reignites. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> Can I stick my arm in? Yeah. Does you still go? continue to operate. <clears throat> Great. Um, let's go in. Um, if I cast Guidance on myself and step through, does Guidance dissipate? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that it was, like, active effects get yeah. dissipated and not just you can't cast new ones. This area is divorced from the magical energy that suffuses the multiverse. Wow. It's Within this tower... Spells can't be cast, summoned creatures disappear, Bye-bye. and even magic items become mundane. Freya could wait outside. Or you could unsummon her, right? Yeah, I'll just snap her into her own little bubble somewhere. Yeah. Like Steven Universe? Mm-hmm. Bubble. <laughs> bubbler. <laughs> um, all right. This is going to affect things <laughs> differently for each of us. I think Yuri will be affected the most. You've got your sword... Um, <laughs> stay safe. Be careful. Don't expose yourself to the front line of danger if it happens. Um, Can is there a way to like get into the top of the tower from that side? Uh, make a perception check. Good thinking. Or could Frey climb? You could always climb. Oh, if she doesn't go inside. Before she goes inside, yeah. I do like climbing. I do not. Uh, 19. Uh, there are indeed windows further up in the tower. They, the tower itself is, uh, from the outside, it is, it is circular. It is uh, like a cylinder. There, on, um, one side of it, the northern side, there is like a small, uh, outer building that is attached to it. Looks like, uh, like... So there's a single like tower shaft, and then attached to that tower on the north side of it, there is another sort of smaller uh, room called spherical building. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is square. Uh, I'm just having a hard time describing it yeah. right now. But there's nothing there's nothing fishy about it. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, it, it is a tower that has a small like on the north side of it. There is a small like antechamber attached to it. It looks like I'm picturing like how they have little buildings attached to lighthouses. 
Yeah, similar, but it's a, it's smaller. It, it looks like it, it's only the size of like, <laughs> um, like a like a room, and it only goes up to. It only seems to occupy the first floor of this tower. It doesn't. It's not like more than one story gotcha. high. Um, but there are ta- there are windows that are at the very top of this tower. Um, the tower itself is constructed of bricks. As I said, it is sort of crumbling. You could certainly try to climb up it. It is not too slick. I would need a rope lowered down to me at the very least, but it seems possible we could do it. Uh, the door oh. is on the eastern side of this building. I've got a rope. I can give it to Rumble here. I've got claws. Uh, first, do you want to have Freya scout up and look in the windows, or are you worried she would pass through the field accidentally? My hopes are that even if she passes through, she'll just go to her own. That's what I would presume. Plane style. of existence. Um, do you want to ha- try to have Freya peek in some of those windows? Absolutely. And then Rumble can go up with the rope. Right. After the scouting. So we can send her up without entering the building? You can if you'd like. Are you sure we want our new friend to be the one to go up? Well, regardless, I think Frey is going up first, right? Mm. And what do you mean? You don't trust me. You, don't. you did mention not exactly being a Zent. <laughs> Not being a zent, I at this point I feel like we've been through so much. They could go up together. We could go up together. It's been about twenty-four hours. To be fair, a lifetime. <laughs> and we are also all still uh, traumatized by the loss of our friend. Um, I will admit I am suspicious of anyone I find initially covered in fluids. Well, tell it to me straight. Will you um, be on our side and divide any spoils <coughs> evenly amongst the five of us here? Look, the Zens are a snaky bunch, and I'm just trying to get some information while I'm here and help you guys out. So, yes, absolutely. I'm inclined to take the man at his word. Cat. A man cat. Man cat. Man cat man. Cat man. Cat man do climb. Uh, yeah, so you want to go with the spider and do the thing? Yeah. You can even climb at the same time. Hmm? Separate, yeah. Separate sides. Have a rice. I think I have a rope as well. Take bets. Go for it. How big is the tower? The tower is... Make sure that there's not an actual measurement on this. Um, it looks like there's two levels. These... The, and the, the windows themselves are very slim. It looks like you could sort of shimmy through it, but it looks more like an arrow slit than it does a window proper. Um, and they are probably 30 feet up. And... One second... Um, yeah, the windows themselves are four feet tall and one foot wide. Um, does it give me actual statistics on the height of the tower? 
no. So I'm going to say that each floor has a 15-foot ceiling. The There's a separate... It's, it's about 40 feet tall. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to climb up. All right. With a rope. And take a peek inside this window. <clears throat> See if I can fit through. Looking inside, you see a room it looked like it looks like it it has a uh, soot stained fireplace that has a lidless iron cauldron hanging on an iron hook in its hearth and above there's the a portrait of a wizard on the wall the floor is littered with shards of broken glass burned scraps of paper twisted pieces of metal and bird droppings uh, other furnishings, including a rocking chair, a trellis table, and the charred remains of a bookshelf, all shrouded in thick cobwebs. Um, and like I said, you were looking through the arrow slits in the wall. There is one at each of the cardinal directions. Mm-hmm. And these are too small to fit through. They're a foot wide and four feet tall, so you could you could definitely slide through. It's just a squeeze. What about the rest of the party? If I was trying to find like any chopper, definitely couldn't. Definitely not. <laughs> not with that shell. I can. Not with that booty. I can fit through <laughs> any space that's small enough for my shell to fit through, which is yeah. <laughs> I would <laughs> say everyone else can <laughs> except for Choppa. Um, not with that tussy. <laughs> not, not with this tussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a. I had an idea. Do I have Freya with me, or the, I'm inside this ant, I imagine? You, you can tell me. I, I think yeah, that's up to you. She's, she's just following him. Following or on? But am I, am I not inside the anti-magic fields? You haven't stepped through yet, as far as I'm aware. I think she's just climbing right next to him, following him, following him. All right. As soon as Freya goes into the tower, Freya's gone. Freya cannot she's enter not, the she's tower. She's not entering. Okay. I'm more so, just in case. Just the tower. All right. Well, it, you can enter if you'd like. Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into this room and maybe toss a rope down um, to get a few people inside with me. All right. So you get into this room. You see what I described. Uh, roll a perception check as Freya. Perception for a spider is strength uh, twelve. Oh, perception is twelve. What does that mean? Passive perception is twelve. It doesn't have a stat for regular perception, so I guess just no no plus to anything. Uh, you let me see. Boop. For a creature, if there's no bonus listed specifically, it's just yeah. whatever the you use the wisdom, which is a plus zero. Okay, so nine. Um, Freya sees Rumble starting to uh, get a rope out of his pack and start to how are you getting it down? Are you just standing and holding it for the party to climb up or what is your what is your plan? Uh, is there something tied off to inside of the room? Yeah, can you give me a perception check? Sure. Um. Oh, oops. I found that. Um. Do 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 do. 
18. Uh, you find a pretty sturdy, like, beam mm. uh, that is, like, there, there are four beams that sort of help support this space. Mm. One of them is above you, that, and it's, like, maybe ten feet up, and you kind of have to jump up and grab it, but you're able to tie Toss off. With an 18, as you're hanging from this beam, tying off this rope... You sense something. And looking down, you see appearing through an arrow slit opposite your own. One, then two, then a third. Elven-looking figures with alabaster white hair, dark purple skin, step into the room through the arrow slit. You don't see them until they get into the tower, which tells you that they were invisible outside of it. I was like, should I cast see invisibility while we're outside the tower? And as they step in, all three of them unholster pistols from their sides and level them at you. What? And I need everyone to roll initiative. What? Oh. Wish I didn't use all my time, magic won't. Oh, shit. But then I wouldn't have seen that. I was seriously considering just casting Sea Invisibility for the shit of it because I wasn't going to be able to cast any spells inside. Oh, shit, I can't cast any spells. And I was like, that's useless. That sword worked out, though. God slasher. Yeah. But I'm real squishy and I can't use mage armor. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, mage armor would be no longer effective once I stepped in, right? Exactly. But they can't use magic either. Zero. But they have yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't I have seventeen. Oh, right. Oh, shit. Well, fuck. Initiative is usually dexterity unless you have a. Uh, um, yeah. Different. Yes. Ability. I have, I have plus two on top of my decks. Ignore that digital wall, because I already rolled. Being a real lie. Well, that's no good. Fucking guns. That's... And we don't know anything's wrong yet, right? We're just... You do not. Presumably oh, Freya, man. Right? Uh, Freya does not, because Freya rolled a nine. Fuck. She's <laughs> Freya, yeah, <laughs> the nature of Freya being outside the building and being a spider mm-hmm. does not afford her a very good view into this okay. building. You, you And she's sort of focused on Rumble, whose feet she can see hanging from a beam that he is on. Okay. Will Freya notice Rumble reacting? So, like, presumably once Rumble goes in initiative, the rest of us would know something's up. We'll find out. Um, uh, guess we will. All right, Yuri, can you give me your initiative? 21. 21. Chuckleberry. 24. 20, 20, sorry, 20, 20, 22. 22. Choppa. 16. 16. Those are good rolls. Bang, bang. Five. Especially for Choppa. Five. I, occur. I jinxed it. Rumble. 16. 16. You're going to be going before uh, Choppa. And then Definitely. I need to check oh, something shit. out. I'm about to get firing range by these three elves. Okay. Are they my parents? This is my question. And can you roll... <laughs> purple uh, Roll a... 
I don't know what exactly this would fall under. Roll, roll a an Arcana check. Or actually, no, just just roll a straight intelligence check, please. Fourteen minus one. Minus one. Oh, fourteen. Uh, these are drow. Mm-hmm. Drow are dark elves. What yes. I've encountered many dark elves. <clears throat> um, you've encountered some. No, they definitely come through Skullport every no. now and again. Um, Could you spell drow? D R O W. D R O W. I did not spell it like that. The D-R-A-U. Shit. Can I customize Brow. this? Yeah. That's annoying. That's annoying, okay? Hold on a second. I just want to... Drow line. Drow line. <laughs> oh, spooky. Sorry about this. We don't see a lot of elves around. It excites me. To fall back on without my magic is my hammer and shield and my bagpipes. <laughs> I do feel these drow will really like call out the goth phase. Oh yeah. Yuri's gonna be like, fuck, can I be one of you? These guys are so cool. I need some initiative. I feel like you gotta get out of there because. Hang on, take it. I can right. take them. But we can't. We all begin get initiative you. with Chuckleberry. Chuck, yeah. roll a perception check for me. 13. You can just barely make out Freya on the exterior of this tower about 40 feet up, 30 feet up. And. You have no idea what's going on inside the tower at the moment. Yuri, can you roll a perception check for me? Sure. Perception... 17. You can see Freya quite well, and you have a pretty good connection with Freya that tells you everything is cool up in the tower, and you're just waiting for Rumble. Okay. Rumble, you see one of these three figures level its pistol at you. Does a... Does a 20 beat your armor class? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Soft, squishy, fat body. Meow. 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 My hair is standing on end. You take about to die. eight piercing damage and an additional 18 poison damage as you all hear an eruption from up in the tower and flecks of blood from Rumble spray out of the arrow slit that he was hanging in front of. What? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, God. Curiosity strikes again. (laughs) I have nine lives. Chopper. What would you like to do? How much damage is that? Um, 26. Better get hustling up those stairs. Do I 
recognize. And I actually at this point want to clear some space and draw a quick diagram. Does Chopper recognize the sound as that violence is occurring? Make an insight check. That's good. Everything seems good up there. Twenty fucking guns. Um, Dirty twenty. A bastard's twenty. Yeah, this this is not good. Um, something's wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. Fuck. I've been shot. Bang bang. You think you can get up there and help him? I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on a moment. So many. I'm scared. Okay, I've got a plan. It's not a gray one, but it's a plan. It's not a whole plan, but I know what I'm going to do on my turn. Um, I. I guess I can say this while Jack is trying to map. I'm going to ready an action to cast the spell Aid when I see Rumble come out that window. It targets three people, so I'm going to target uh, Rumble, Yuri, and uh, Chuck. And it's going to give them five hit points. Not temporary hit points. You get five in your maximum and current hit points increased by five. Well, yeah. for eight hours. Thank you so much. Right now or when you cast the spell? It's a readied action, so it'll happen when I cast the spell, which will happen when I see Rumble. Oh, wow. The candle melted the back together. <laughs> so, I'm not going to bother at the moment drawing an outside. Why don't I have a rumble? Why can't I find you? Yuri, can I have Julian? Oh, that's right. I know that's your name. That's incredible. from a... The rest of you... Should he be, like, on the wall? Are down... Nope, that's where I want okay. He's hanging from a beam. There are beams... Oh, right. There are right, square right, beams right. that basically go, like, along this that provide some Freya. support. Freya is outside. Um, I guess I should actually draw... Do you want? This is the thickness of the wall. So, can you say again what you did with that turn, Choppa? I readied an action to cast spell aid on uh, Rumble, Yuri, and Chuck when I see. Um, Rumble come out the window. That will give them all five hit points. Increase to their maximum and current HP. Okay. So I ready an action. I understand. Um, you ready in an action. Uh, I just want to make sure I didn't make anything. Alright. Um um, Rumble, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Um, I am going to flee. Uh, first, I'm going to use my feline agility 
doubles my movement speed first turn in combat. Rumor should have gone before me. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we can do that. You don't have this action right, over yet, this film, but you are continue with your turn. I'm going to run away out the window I came through, and yeah. Um, I'm literally my hair as I go. I'm bleeding a lot, um, and I hiss and I and I run. I turn tail and I run out that window. All right, and kind of start clambering down. Yeah, you can you can down climb. As a cat, uh, what's what's your total movement? Um, let's see. I have um, walking sixty feet if I double it, and then climbing would be forty. So you can just get down there, yeah, to the base. Okay. Um, and that is your whole movement. Yeah. You want to do anything else? Um. Let's see. Hold on a sec. Oh, I can't use magic in that. Never mind. Um. Is he doing naughty things? No. No. He, he wants the scone. Oh, loves baked goods. No, that's about it. Um. We're gonna tell the party that there's three drow with guns in the tower. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what? With what? Uh, they're, they're like uh, small cannons, hand cannons. And, uh, I think they're poisoned too, this fucking drow bastard. Are you me. okay, Rumble? Not really. God's above. I could really use some blood back in my body. This conversation is way too long for the amount of time you have to have it. Fair. Uh, Choppa, your turn is now. I'm going to cast. Unless there's something else you wanted to do. No. I'm going to cast Healing Word on uh, Rumble, and you get some health. And uh, that... Roll four on the d4, seven hit points. So I can do it one turn. Um, So that was a bonus action. I don't think that... I mean, I'm going to cast Guidance on myself because I still have an action and I don't need to move yet or do a lot of movement. So I'm going to cast Guidance on myself, say, soon protect me from the horrors within this tower and begin moving towards the door. Like, I'm going to move up to the wall. And then, okay. uh, where is the like, door? You're ahead? on the correct... Or actually... I may have missed... I misled you. The door is on the north wall, and it's through that sort of outbuilding on the first floor. Um, I will draw a representation of that now. Sorry. So I'll move this back to where it was.
That is the interior on the first floor. I just want you to be aware that you're... This represents the second floor. That represents the first floor. And the chimney is sort of here. There's a fireplace. Was that the top level window, or were there more windows above it? There was no more windows above it or below it. There was only windows into this second floor. So Chop's going to look around at everybody else and say, I think it's now or never, and begin moving towards the outbuilding to go in the door, and we're going to try to clear the tower from the ground up, is my thought. Okay. 25 feet. Oh, 30 feet. And that is my turn. Your turn. A little bit of time passes in the tower, and it's bang bang. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I also try to go towards the door. All right. Is that as far as you can make it with... Do you want to use your uh, action to move, or just your I movement? guess I might also do both. Uh, do two movements. Forty. Okay. Nice. I get to the door. After bang bang, we're back to the top. Top with Chuckleberry Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to... Is the rope still there? Uh, Rumble did not have enough time to affix it. Uh, so it's sort of... When you got shot, you dropped the rope. It slithered out and down onto the ground. It's down the ground. So it's down with you on the ground. I'm being generous here. Sure. That's awful. Okay, well, I'm gonna follow suit. Um, Do you want me to move you? Yes. What's your movement speed? Um... 35. And I'm going to uh, ready an action with my rapier to poke any um, enemy that I come across. Alright, I just want you to be aware that they're on the second floor, you're on the first floor. Well, I don't know there could be one. It's true. But, no. Yeah, so you ready that action. Yuri. Um... Is that how ready action works? Can I have, like ready an action with my action? You can ready an action, and the only thing is if the trigger for that action does not come around before the end of the round, you lose that action, or before your next for, like, turn. The next turn, yeah. you lose an action. Yeah. See. So let's say, like for Chuck, for example, the ready action is to attack an enemy who comes within range. Okay. If no enemy comes within range before Chuckleberry's next turn, he loses that action. I could ready a range shot for someone. Yeah, yeah. If you if you said, like, I'm going to prepare my crossbow to shoot when I see a uh, one of these one of these drow, you could do that. This is the door to the first floor, correct? That is the door to the first floor. Bang Bang's all the way over here. Bang Bang's all the way over there. I don't think I have enough movement speed to get over there. Yeah, Bang Bang was able to get over there with 80 feet of movement using Damn. their action to move. 
Could I... Still Misty Step, though. Outside. That's true. You can Misty Step inside, my friend. But with magic. You can get in. Using magic. Hmm. Once you're in there... Fuck, I'm squishy as fuck. If I was in there alone with no magic... You could at least open the door for me. That's true. We don't know. Shit. Okay, so we got three drow here, Rumble's coming out of the window here, and Bang Bang's guarding the door over here. What's in the middle of the tower there? The staircase? Yeah, I'm starting to draw a better representation of it now. Yeah. Because I could miss these step in, but then... Yeah, and you don't know what's on the first floor. Remember, this is a drawing of the second floor. This is the first floor of the tower as well. Yeah. Shit. Um, Based on like going into that floor rumble, you get the sense that it's a forty foot tower. Mm. There was like twenty feet of headroom from the floor of the second. You see, you you judge that there's a, another floor beneath it. So could I misty step in and then run down the stairs? You could misty step up to the second floor. I f- maybe just you could maybe just get there. Misty steps range is thirty five feet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, 30 feet. Uh, 30, okay, you couldn't do it. Okay. I'm going to... Or no, you, oh, fuck, you could. Uh, <laughs> uh, because the floor would be about 20 feet up, and the hypotenuse would be about... I think it would be 30-ish feet. Because you're, like, uh, you're, you're 10 feet away. Yep. So 10, 20, what would that hypotenuse be? Yeah, that sounds right. 10 squared plus 20 squared. Yeah. Come on, A squared plus B squared equals... Uh, 100, 100 plus... plus two, what's 20 times 20? 400. Uh, 500. 500. Square root of 500. Is, uh, I think it's 22 and a third. It's 22 and a third, so you could definitely get in. I could get in, yeah. and then I'd be alone with a bunch of murderous drow. Sure would. But then I could run down the stairs. You just speak to Could you, song. like, throw a fireball into the room? I I kind of... I just kind of want to ready an action to throw a fireball at whoever comes out if anyone follows Rumble. That's a good call. But they seem to turn invisible outside. Tell me what you, you can tell me what you do. I'm not going to tell you. Fuck. But you can Misty step into the second floor you if you what? want. We're here to be risky, right? That's insane. That's an insane thing to do, I feel. To go right in and then unlock the door for a bang bang? You're right, I'm squishy as fuck. I shot once and it was like 20-something points of damage. Yeah. Okay, I'm going 5, 10, You're 15, a wizard 20, do magic. 25. <laughs> okay, I'm right, I'm right here. I got a short sword. <laughs> yeah, they're but like... I'm hanging right here behind so Chapa, and I'm going to ready an action to fireball anyone who follows Rumble out. Okay. And you're a wizard that you Where's Freya? Oh, she's still chilling on the wall. Outside, yes. Did you roll uh, oh, a fireball? <laughs> roll a uh, just. Freya's going to get a turn, but roll initiative for Freya. She doesn't get my bonus, does she? She gets her own bonus. Nine. I think it's going to be zero or maybe even less than that. Yeah. Probably. It's the dexterity. Okay, sick. Dexterity for Freya. 
is plus two, so eleven. Okay. Uh, Freya will would have gone after Rumble on the last turn. Okay. Do you want to retcon a turn for Freya? What would Freya have done? Um, Rem- remembering that she cannot go into the building. How long does it take to make a web? <laughs> Much longer than six minutes. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, she can't attack or anything like that. Um, you you can look at the actions like a web that could break if somebody comes out of the window. You can look at Freya's available actions. I don't believe one of them is make web. Okay, available actions bite plus four to hit. And it can poison people. Um, okay. Can she just chill here and also ready in action? If anyone comes out, just bite their hand when or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Okay, she's going to bite whoever comes out. Yeah. Okay. That's Freya's turn. That's the seven that she makes. <laughs> like Yoshi. <laughs> Freya does indeed see a hand start to protrude through the window. As it exits, it becomes invisible. So you see an arm that, like a hand that just disappears until it is just like an elbow that is sticking towards the extremity of that window. Frey can make an attack with disadvantage. Okay. So when it, when it says um, melee, okay, plus four to hit. Yeah, roll twice and take the lower of the two and add four to it. Five. That does not hit. Okay. So Freya just sort of like and bites the stone. Okay, I'm gonna get her out of there because squash would be so easy, especially. Uh, you can do that on your next turn, but it is still this thing's turn. It is going to Kill my look head. out, see Rumble on the ground, and that's going to level the pistol at you. I'm back up. I I'm against the tower. I don't know if that. Yeah, you're not. You're in, you're in not as easy in a target. It also knows that it did significant damage to you. Um, but it is going to go for Yuri. Fuck. That is a natural 19 plus some numbers. So I believe that hits. Yeah. You're going to take, ooh. Oh, no. 14 piercing and an additional, uh, oh, 14 poison. Yuri's down. So 28 total. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think 14 plus 14 is 28, yeah. Yuri is Yikes. down hard. Yeah, you all see, uh, you hear an explosion, but you do not see the origin of it. You just see Yuri sort of running towards the door, and then a bullet just goes through his neck, and he's just like, and hits the deck. Shit, 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 shit. Adios. No time magic for this little wizard. Choppa. Um, Choppa bellows, Yuri! And then, um, he's going to move to right in f- like between him and the window um, and like to shield him and <clears throat> as a bonus action cast healing word Tight. my last third or my last second level spell slot for today use them or lose them and there goes actually you know what I'm going to cast at first level 
So. Oh, I, that means I didn't heal Rumble enough. I underrolled. Four points of healing for Yuri. Four points. Um, so the wound around Yuri that went through Yuri's neck immediately sews back together, and you just take this sort of wet, bloody gasp of air into your lungs. Can I retroactively um, roll the second die? I should roll yes. for this one. You're really hitting the princess mind. Okay, hard on this one. Another four. Roll fours for uh, Rumble and ones for Yuri. Um... So that's bonus action. As a standard action, I'm going to enact Twilight Sanctuary. Um, and additionally, you are going to take, at the end of your next turn, everybody, uh, ten temporary hit points. Woo! Um, Here we go, Twilight Cleric. Boom. So you won't get that until the end of your turn, but... I also forgot that you gave me five more hit points than I was supposed to oh, have. That didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Right. Mind. Because of some uh, turn jiggery jiggery in time magic. So at the end of our I'm just next going turn. to adjust this. At the end of everybody's turn, they each get ten temporary hit points until the end of their next turn, at which point they'll get a different number. Because I did it again just now because it should be Rumble who went before Choppa just then. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rumble. Is there anything else that you can do? Um, I just want to double check that... Yeah, that's it. Okay. I was going to retract into my shell in front of Yuri to try to shield him, but that also is an action. Okay. So I'm good. Uh, Rumble, you're I up. can't see anyone from where I am. From where you are, you hear the explosion of the gun that tells you it's probably right above you, but the your vantage point, you can't see anything. I feel like popping a shot through the window would be a waste. You could, you could attack, you'd just be attacking with disadvantage because you can't see what you're attacking. Yeah. But you know vaguely where it would be because the arrow slit. Arrow slit. The arrow slit is a foot wide. So, and you're like right below. So if you, there's a there's a chance you could make a hit on the arm. Yeah. I can attack that move, right? Yeah, you can attack the move, move and attack your choice. You can attack, move. You can move, attack, move. You can break it up however you want. How far is it to this corner? Like, how... I want to get out of range of this so window. each square is five feet. Where are you trying to get to? Am I, like... If I... I mean, am I out of sight of the your, archer tower? If it, it would be a here? shot with... It would be a difficult shot for this person to make because they would be, like... They could theoretically do it if they lean out of the window far enough, but it would be a hard shot. What is it to this corner? Five, ten. You could get here in fifteen. I have thirty move speed, so you can go further if you'd like. Um, well, I'm going to take a shot first. All right, roll um, for roll an attack with disadvantage. Make the ubers. Alright. Um, 
one there because you know it is a four plus seven to hit. Yeah, and the natty one. Well, the natural one, you like dock a bolt, and because you're doing it upside down, the bolt just plunks you in the face as you like go to like you hadn't fastened it quite the way you had hoped, and it just sort of like clatters uselessly on the ground. Shit. Uh, but you can move. I'm gonna run. You can pick <laughs> that bolt up too. I'm gonna penalize I'm gonna you. Pick the bolt up. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick the bolt up. Alright, and you're uh, you're running this way? Yeah, how do I is there like an ammo counter on No. There's uh Well you you'll have an item that says bolts and it should have a number associated with it. Yeah. And you can just take yeah, one well th- at this point you haven't lost any. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. Spire, you look so tired. I feel so bad. I am so tired. But it's okay. I think that we're we're gonna we're gonna get to a, a spot soon where I think it makes sense to. Yeah. Where all the drow decide to not fight us and instead open up the door and give us all their stone floors. Exactly. Damn, you saw I right through it. it. I knew it. Fenner slide to me. One turn away. Yeah, I'm going to move kind of oh, to where wow. everyone else is. So there's no one guarding. Where my marker is. Maybe okay. And then... Mm-hmm. Maybe they're here again. So to get to here, this was 20 feet. Do you want to go any further? Um... Yeah, I'm just going to keep going to the corner. Another 5 and 30. Another 10. Am I still in range of your Twilight Sanctuary? Yeah, it's yeah. 30 feet. So Everyone except for Bang Bang is in range right, right. now. But I will say, for my mistake, you should have been going first, but because of that, I'm going to let you take those temporary hit points now. Sure. You can take 10 temp hit points. And there's a temp HP slot on D&D Beyond. Oh. So be sure not to add it to your regular hit points. Also, Calvin, the way this works is I'm going to have to re-roll that d6. So, like, that number, even if you don't take any damage, will change at your next round. The new number will replace. So if you take up to 10 points of damage, it won't count. Cool. So, after the two of you, Bang Bang, Rumble, and... That, yeah, Chuck, can you make uh, perception checks for me, please? Hmm. Who? You three. Me? Five. You, yes. Um, five. Six. Six. Five. No, I got five. Five. Seventeen. Seventeen. You two are too Ladies. focused We're too on sleepy. Yuri, who's just gone down. Bang, bang, you're like looking at the door that you're about to pre- presumably go through, sussing out if there's anything behind it, perhaps. Uh, you, Rumble, can make out, similarly to this window effect, you can see two figures, one come into this slit and as it moves through, disappears, mm-hmm. and another one quickly behind moves through, disappears. Oh no. Into the first floor? No, no. Out. Oh, out. Into the, the world. Fuck. Oh no. Never fought invisible. Got the stone before us. Next up, Bang They're making a run for it. Um, gosh. I'm 
Ja, Chuckleberry. Um, okay. Um, does detect magic work against invisibility? What does the spell say? Um, I sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me. I sense magic in this way. I can use my action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object. If there is magic, any visible creature or object. Any visible creature. Yeah, okay. Good point. So I can't use that. Um, Ooh. Can I... Yeah, detect magic won't work against invisibility. Needs to be visible. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to... Mm, I'm gonna move closer to the door similarly to try to follow Bang Bang. Sounds good. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. And I'm actually gonna prepare... No, I'm still, still my, my rapier. If you are that Paranatural. close, you won't get the um, healing. Oh. You won't get the temp HP. The temp HP. 5, 10, 15, 30. So, like, yeah. You'd be you just out. Be like here. Yeah, okay. I'll move <clears throat> to back then. Yeah, you stay within this sphere of twilight, dim light that... Choppa has conjured. It's just golden hour. Is it still seven? Um, Ten, nice. Okay, yeah, and I still have ready my APA. Sounds good. Yuri, you Um, come back to consciousness on the ground. Choppa standing above you. Magical energy flowing out of his words. Um, First things first, cast mage armor. Right on. Um... Yeah. So now I have a different AC. Sick. Um, and after that, so I've got magic back. Let's talk magic. Magic, magic, charm person. Just start burning shit. Um... I think I will... Fuck! So we saw them come out this way, and... You didn't. I you are unaware. But Rumble. The only person I who knows is I Rumble. I they're making a run for it. Okay. Pointed. So you were aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't attack people I... Oh! No, I don't have time. 
Uh, that web brain. I'm like, maybe I could make a tripwire. Do you, want, do you want to make this web work so, so much? Spider-Man. When it does eventually work, it's going to be a great moment. <laughs> but it's not really a battle-ready skill. I definitely just want to stay close to Choppa. I think that is a good thing for Yuri right now. Definitely. Um, and I'm just going to throw a f- fucking firebolt. You already used your spell to cast Mage Armor. Even cantrips? Don't count. Actions. You used an action. Oh, okay. Oh, well then I am just staying. Oh, nope. I already used an action. Never mind. I'm gonna stay with Chapa. All right. You get ten temporary hit points. Be sure to put it in temp HP and not regular. uh, regular. Um. Once again, a shot is fired. Uh, Concerned. This time at Chapa. From where? Shit. From you're not sure. Make a side of my body was impacted by a bullet. Uh, if it hits, does a 16 beat your armor class? Sure doesn't. So you feel the force knock off the shield on your back. Just sort of ricochets off of your back. Shield on my because I cast a spell, so I've got it out. Okay. You're coming up to the. Place. Well, it ricochets off your shell. It yeah, ricochets totally. off a pot. There's on your more back. things. You've got the cookery on your back, and it ricochets off of just because it's there. mechanically important. I wanted to clarify. Sure. No, you're right. Um, rumble. Okay, so they're all gone now. You're not sure where they are. I don't see any dirty drow running around. Um. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna run to the front door. I'm actually going to say, no, 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 no. Okay. 10, 10, 15, 20, 30. I'm just gonna move. Don't forget, if you go past Sawyer, then you won't get the temporary hit points. This do turn, I keep my turn to roll? Um, actually, yeah, you do. I never thought about that, right? But if he moves out. The temporary hit points don't go away. No, nope, they the don't. They just don't get they, they stick around for a long time, actually. Um, so They stick around until he takes the long four rest. Four is the new number. Can you choose to... I can... Four plus five. Uh, four plus four. Um, can I choose, after I've rolled, whether to apply the new temporary hit points or not no. to people? Okay. Um, that's um, so the new number is eight at the end of your turn. But we keep the ten until our next turn. You keep it until yeah. the end of until your Until the turn. end of your next turn, you have that ten. And then it'll be At eight. the end of your next turn, you'll get eight. Whatever right. the number is, whether you've taken damage or not, it will change to eight. I'm gonna actually not move, so I'm gonna stay in this Twilight Zone. Okay. And just ready an action. Well... So if I were ready in action to shoot a drow if it became visible and I didn't see one next turn, yeah, I would have roll an action. You would just lose the, the action for this round. Like, if you don't see a drow and your oh, triggering sure. action is wait until I see a drow, sure. you would get your next turn and you would have your turn available as normal. You would uh, just have lost an action. I'm going to hang out. Ready in action. Sounds good. Shoot. Sounds good. It would actually be a good idea to move out of my range because you'll have more temporary hit points that way. So Chopper is like, keep your distance this time. (laughs) I know all this. Because I can't choose Um, it for myself, but I can choose it for, or I can let other people know. 
Um, I move to this corner, the, or to the, the doorway, to the doorway. And I'm ready in action to shoot a Joe if I see one. Sounds good. Um, Choppa. Choppa casts Sea Invisibility. Hell yes, you do. That's wonderful. I feel like this was a special test of a Twilight cleric that you made. <laughs> like, you see... To the temporary hit points, to the sea invisibility. Behind you, floating in midair, right outside of the window, is a drow pointing a gun down at you. You also see... Christ. Chop up points to it. There's one! <laughs> Two more flying northward. Oh. Flying? That's not this good. One. Can elves do that? They're going for rooftops. They, they, they aren't flying quickly, I'll have you know. They are more like levitating. levitating. Mm. They're sort of just like... Mm. <laughs> um, Two more in the air, moving north. And chopper points in that direction as well. Does, does this spell dispel invisibility or just so you can see them? Um, chopper can see invisibility. It's just me. Um, above table, I'll say on my next turn, I might be able to cast a spell that will reveal them to other people, but I wouldn't be able to target them until I can see them, mm-hmm. and um, now I can't cast another spell. Uh, so I'm going to like, can I um, move Yuri as part of my move action? Or um, I guess Yuri's up now. He's alive. So I'm going to say, Yuri, stick with me. Um, right. And start moving towards the throw. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, that's the end of my turn. Okay. So you, Chopper. Yes, but it'll apply at the end of your turn. These two drow... This line right here represents a roof of a nearby building. It seems like they are making for the rooftops to escape. Oh no. Bang, bang. Do I have any way of knowing where they are? Can I make a perception check? Is there... uh, they are invisible, but make a perception check because you've been alerted to their presence. Shimmer in the air. Nine. It is snowing. <laughs> but is it, like, is with the a snow nine hitting them? With a nine total... In the gloaming dark, you do not notice any disturbances in the snowflakes that would alert you to the presence of a body moving through air. Uh. What's that? That's your d20, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That one, leave that one. Yeah, I got confused for a second. I was like, wait a minute, there's two blue d20s out there. Um, that's my thing. Fuck, I don't know what to do. Um, so I have no way of knowing where they are. Choppa has indicated that they are fleeing northwards. And he pointed. And he pointed. Up on the, um, up on the rooftops. 
Bang, bang. I'll see if I can reveal them. Um, I'm gonna just try and sling a slingshot. Roll with disadvantage. Up in the general direction of where you think they might be. Bang Bang fires a shot wildly into the rooftop general area, and you break a window. <laughs> you hear, like, crashing. And someone like from inside is just like, what the fuck? You hear, like, a street cat, like, <laughs> Yeah, Anything else you can do, Bang Bang? I think you should move towards the building to start climbing up in pursuit of them. If I might be so bold. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna start going that way. First diagonal is five. And you said this is a building? Yeah, no, the line that they're about to cross over would be a building. Here, I'll just. I'll draw a visual reference. I'm not gonna draw a whole, like, city block, but. You are vaguely underneath these people. Chuck, mm-hmm. your turn. Eight temporary hit um, I'm going to follow suit and uh, take out my crossbow. All right. Point it at the vague direction. Roll with disadvantage. Let's shoot it into the air. I can choose that for you so you can keep it at 10. Um, uh, ten. You fire up and it just fizzes off into the night. Where it will fall? Somewhere in the middle of Waterdeep. (laughs) Great. Okay. I'm going to roll some dice. Nice. Uh, What did you you do? I just do a shot a crossbow at, like, the air. And then I'm going to turn to Rumble and be like... You have a better shot than I do, my friend. You should do this, and I cast Bardic Inspiration. Nice. So, um, that's an extra D6. Whatever you want. Yuri. Um, based off of Chapa pointing, be like, there's one right there. I am going to look in that direction, face up, and utter a command of disarm. Do you need to see the creature that you are? Oh, that's a really good point. Do they have to be visible? I think it's a, quite, a creature you can see To a creature range. you can see within range! No! Yeah, sorry, bud. No, okay. That was a good idea. Um, I'm just gonna go wild. Throw a fireball in the general area. What's the range on fireball? I think 60 feet. Might just be... Um, Right, 120 you feet. You have a much better idea where this person is. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Okay. Uh, it's 120 feet in the range, which is impressive. Go for it. Roll to hit. All right. With disadvantage. Ah, 12. That does not hit. You level a fireball and fire, and it just goes 120 feet into the air before... Shit. 
floofing out of existence. All right, and then I'm going to follow behind Chapa. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. All right. Chapa. You see this individual descend. Okay. And Chapa's going to, he'll say that. Uh, and as it does, it's going to... Is that one? Is it as an action that it does that thing? Eight temporary hit points. Oh, thank you. Do you know if we'll be able to wrap, wrap up this? Yeah, I really yep. gotta go. Yep, yep, yep. I'm trying to do it um, as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, it'll be by the end of this round, I will tell you that much. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> that is when the nuclear we're bomb standing, will be detonated and water will be vaporized from this world. <laughs> and then the time loop will reset. <laughs> as it lowers to the ground, you hear a voice coming out through the air. Your opponent is May. And you hear that gun fire once again. Jeez. Um, it's going for Choppa again. Fuck you. 21 <laughs> to hit. 21? 21. Yeah, that's a hit. You take three piercing. And 12 poison damage. Three piercing, 12 poison. And then you see this person, this drow, reappear. Like everyone can see it? Everyone can see it. Rumble. Well, everyone who's not around the building. Damn it. <laughs> you can't see through buildings, unfortunately. So it takes seven. But you do hear that call the, your opponent is me. Um. Rumble, it's your turn. How about you? Um, I'm going to... That's a distraction! I can't see the other ones. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to run. Wait! Just wait a moment! You can't have a conversation, it's not your turn. Well, can I tell him to delay? Nope. I think <laughs> I have your turn. Okay. I think I have to run to the corner, and then going to. I heard the shot, and I am angry at this dude because he shot me. Sure. I believe it's the same one. It is. I run to the corner, uh, and I'm going to shoot at him. Hell yeah. Roll to hit it. Uh, First, I'm going to cast Hellthorns. Which adds 1d10 to my next hit. And you have Bardic Inspiration, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need it. 1d6. Yeah. I mean, shit, that rolls. Plus 6. 5 plus 6 is 11. Plus 7 is 18. That just hits. Uh, yeah, so I'm hella inspiring. You. <laughs> you just come around the corner, launch this bolt. Wonderful. Damage is... Uh, what is what's the D10? This? That is no. a D10. Yeah, yes. that's per- technically a percentile, but it functions the same. Okay. This is a D10. That's nine. Uh, plus. Good damage. Right. One, two, nine plus. 
Nice. Yeah. So you fire, and uh, this bolt launches through the air, and as it does, behind it, uh, a sort of swarm of similarly shaped bolts conjure out of the out of the ether. Mm. And you you can you can flavor this sort of however you want, but uh, as this one bolt hits, a bunch of other ones just. yeah. In all around it, and it takes 18 damage. Sounds about right. Um, the question is, there is a picture of an old wizard of the place. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. what I was thinking. But anyway, Chapa. I shot him. I. Um, was there anything else you wanted to do? No. All right. Um, I point to the two flying zans by the rooftops near Bang Bang and say, how about a little light from the Feywild and cast Fairy Fire. Um, and Fairy Fire isn't Yuri. I don't know what it is. Um, each object in a 20-foot cube within range, which I'm going to center on them, um, is outlined in uh, violet light. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast also outlined is also outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. So, two dexterity saving throws. DC 13. Objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. One of them fails. And I'm going to say it is the one closer to you. So, everyone can also see outlined in sort of glitter the the D12 is revealed. Um, and that gives advantage to the next attack on it, is that? Yes, oh, and they can't benefit from being invisible. Yes. Um, all, any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. So that was my action. I'm going to um, move towards that building. 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, and I don't so you're know. you're right underneath now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it, I don't think as a bonus action mechanically I could, but I'm going to like position my hands to give Bang Bang a boost to start climbing, potentially. Okay. And that'll be it. Um, next up, the two drow go. The one that is invisible goes over the roof and roof, and you lose sight. But you can hear on the slate tiles above, it is now running. It's no longer trying to levitate. And you all can see, uh, anyone who's a little bit further away, this one also makes purchase with the roof. And as their turns end, you see they both come back in sight as whatever effect was making them invisible ends, and they start to make a beeline across the rooftops. (laughs) And we're going to end on Bang Bang's turn, and that's where we're going to end the night. So... What would you like to do? Um, climb up that building. All right, roll an acrobatics check for me, or an athletics check, your choice. You're getting the acrobatics because you can try to vault using Choppa. 
Athletics would just be a straight climb. 20. Which one? Either one. They're both the same number? They're both the same. Uh, so you can tell me how you want to do it. You can either choose to use the hand that Choppa is offering you, or just run to the, the wall and start climbing. Spin on them and do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I um, leap into the hands, leap onto the top of the shell, and... Yeah. So you just get to, I think, what's your total movement? 40. Five. You get... For the sake of ease, you get to the top of the building. Can I see where or which direction they're they still going north? They're running north, but they have already started to veer east, and it looks like they are mirroring the uh, the directionality of the coast, of the dock itself. Mm-hmm. They're running further up the docks. You get five temporary hit points at the end of your turn. And that is where we are going to end tonight. You now have a choice. You have one drow who is facing you down and is very much trying to battle with you, and two who are fleeing up the docks. I'm just saying, one revealed themselves conspicuously, the other two are fleeing. One of those two has the stone.